Home is behind, the world is ahead, and there are many paths to tread. Unlikely friends set forth on adventures throughout the Lone Lands. Their journeys will change the course of their lives and, perhaps, the fate of Middle-earth itself. This is The Unsung Tales, a one-ring actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Hello, and thank you for joining us for session number five of The Unsung Tales. A One Ring actual play campaign on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. To find all the sessions of this game, visit happyjacks.org slash unsungtales. And to find all the shows on the Happy Jacks Network, visit happyjacks.org. I'm Kimmy. I am your lore master for this game. And I sound so official tonight. I got it all, like, perfectly. Okay. Uh, content warning. Um, please know that this game may include a little bit of violence. Um, nothing... Like overtly uh, or very graphic or things like that, but there might be some combats. Um, we do have the X cards in play, and we do have lines and veils that we've set up. So we are using safety tools for our campaign. And let's go ahead and go around. And also, if you have anything like emotional that's happening with your character yeah. right now because of what happened last session, just kind of remind people about it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so I'll do a, like a full recap if we want. Um, but just like as you're introducing your character, be like. This is the thing I'm struggling with right now. And let's start on this side of the table this week. Aha! Well, hello. Uh, I'm Kadave, uh, and I'm playing Hanar of Durin's Folk, uh, who is currently really freaking out that it was his bad craftsmanship that led to our boat sinking, and that he failed his friends, especially um, Erland, uh, who is obviously a master craftsman person of, of boats and I, I am not a crafty person that's actually why my character is not living among the dwarves <laughs> like, he hit the road to be a merchant because he wasn't good at making things so uh yeah that's where he's really freaked out Hi everybody, I'm Jay, he, him, and I am playing Burl Sausage Brandy Bottom, uh, also he, him, a hobbit of the Shire. Um, and currently, um, Sausage had a tough time last session because we were out on a boat and Sausage doesn't do very well on boats. And so he was seasick pretty much the entire journey, had to be dragged onto shore. And when we got, when he got dragged onto shore, uh, I discovered that I had lost Hanar's um, Dwarven Helmet. Uh, and Hanar is my, my fellowship focus, uh, and so I feel heartbroken that I've failed Hanar there. Oh. Hi everybody, I'm Kai, I use he, they, she pronouns, and I am playing Erland of Mithland, a, uh, shipwright who got to build his first ship for his friends, and, um... Hasn't really spent a lot of time thinking, oh, Erland uses he, they pronouns, and hasn't spent a lot of time thinking about ships once they leave the Grey Havens, and that out at sea, things can be more tumultuous than just a safe journey to Valinor. And as their ship was sinking, all they could think about, to the point of paralysis, was ships... And one ship in particular of his very dear friend who has uh, moved on to Valinor uh, sinking out at sea before it could ascend into the stars. Um, and as much as the other things are very important, they're not there yet. <laughs> they don't exist to this poor elf who's still just sitting there staring at nothing as Runa dra drags them onto shore. <laughs> 
Hello, I'm Sam. I play Runa. Uh, both of us, she, her pronouns. Um, and Runa, I think, is a little bit torn because she feels the need to protect her friends. She sees what Erland is going through. But we also just encountered something touching the boat before it sank in the water. And so she's like, protect with sword, protect with hug. Don't know what to do. <laughs> oh. I can't do both at the same time. Yeah. Sword hugs Priorities are, are, are hard. dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, no, not both. Yeah. All right. So our recap for last time is uh, you were in um, Creek's Crossing, which is uh, like adjacent to your haven for the game. A little tiny town near the ruins that are your haven. A braggart um, that you know very well came in. And Benedict the Burley um, was boasting like normal, but he actually had a couple stories that seemed to kind of spook him a little bit, similar to the the dark things you'd seen on your first journeys in during this adventure. He had start, he'd noticed and heard of some some dark things as well that even even for his like braggadocious nature seemed. Uh, like to, to off-putting, and the fact that he had a, a minute of vulnerability showed like how kind of uh, at un, how uneasy he felt about them. Um, and you decided to follow up follow up with one about some of the rangers who'd gone missing um, on a nearby lake. Evan Dim is uh, a very storied place. Um, mostly now, it is uh, the home of like legends, a little bit of fear, and ghost stories. Uh, Once upon a time, many, many ages past, um, it was actually the capital city of the the area up here, so Arnor. Um, So Elendil built this fantastic, beautiful capital city. It is now in ruins. Um, And occasionally, uh, the Dúnedain and the, the rangers are seen there. Everyone else kind of gives it a bit of a wide berth. And uh, there are some islands in the middle of it that are very rarely seen because of the mists that surround them. You decided to head over and see what you could find. Um, You worked together to build a craft so you could sail across across this very large lake. We're talking about, like, you know, the the Great Lakes big. Like, it takes a day to travel across them. It's not like, hey, we're going to go across the lake and, like... 45 minutes. Um, yeah. I could swim, but I yeah. guess I want to stay dry. Right. Yeah. No, this is not an option. This is like, you, you can kind of see across it if you look. Um, and uh, together you build a craft with the leadership of <laughs> an elven shipwright, which should give you lots of confidence. Um, however, um, our dwarven friends didn't do so well on their role. So there were some flaws that were missed. Um, you did make it across the, the lake. Barely. The boat didn't. The boat, the boat did not make it all the way across. Um, and so you, you go across. There, that was quite an epic moment. Uh, if you haven't listened to the last, that was that was wild. Um, and like about fifty yards from the edge of the lake, the, on the opposite side where you were heading towards the ruins, um, your ship, where your little boat finally sank. You were all able to get shore safely, um, with some emotional baggage and also one helmet lighter mm-hmm. so we ended right there like on like the banks of the lake you're all still dripping wet you've just emerged from the water 
and Sausage like looks down and realizes and announces that the helmet is gone. So I want to pick up right back in that very amazing dramatic moment that Jay, you just surprised us all with last time and just loved it. All right. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kneeling on the shore, mud all over my my uh, my legs, and again I'm staring at my empty hands, um, and I kind of start panicking. And you know, after making my apology, I I start um, I start pulling escutcheon, my dwarven buckler, uh, from my waist, and I I give I kind of like shove it towards you and say, I don't think no. I can get your helmet back, but but please, this is your folks. No, 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 you need it. You are, you are, you need it. No, I'll be all right. I've, I've got a thick dwarven head. And all right. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And you'll be fine too. Okay. I, I will we'll be. Uh, the, the the buckler drops to the ground, and this is still going to take me a little moment. To get Absolutely, you know, especially recovering from the I, water too. A helmet is worth all of us making it here, and we weren't eaten by whatever that was. <laughs> so, I'll I'll take that sacrifice. As that's going on. Erland just soaking wet because at this point they're they've dived, dove into the water, were swimming, trying to pull the boat, um, and just like dragging their satchel with like their bow and everything all connected to it in one hand, and then on the other hand, as Runa like finishes bringing them to the shore, uh, is clutching the sail from the ship still, um, and it's soaking wet, and it seems to almost like ethereally float in the water. Uh, it doesn't seem to have any real weight to it, um, but it just is this big, like, train of of fabric in the lake as we come ashore, and he's just sputtering and, like, coughing up water, just trying to find air after almost, like, getting gut-punched while drowning. Yeah. I think Runa wraps one arm around your shoulders and then uses the other one to pat you on the back to, like, hug and get the water out of you at the same time. He puts a hand on your shoulder and is, like, leaned over and just, like, coughing and dripping. And it's just probably, you're, you're all used to seeing Erlen pretty put together. And this is the most, like, undone, just, like, basic uh, adventurer probably you've ever seen them. Um, but with this, like, beautiful long sail and all this stuff and then the moment that their wits come back to them uh, he looks up to Runa his eyes are like massive and he drops his bag, pulls it open and pulls out a leather wrap where he keeps all of his books and starts to open it up to make sure that the books are okay mm. uh, the books are alright <laughs> um, as you start to like look around and take in your surroundings um, you notice you are in this what used to be a huge city um, it, it's sort of deceptive, like from across the lake, because a lot of it's now sunken because the level of the lake has risen in ancient since those ancient times. Um, but as you see now, like if you actually look down into the lake, even though the water gets very deep and dark very fast, you can see kind of the tops of some buildings that are there, um, and then they kind of rise out. There are um, lots of towers. Um, there's one specifically that's in, like much taller than the rest. Um, that really. It's like kind of a focal point. Um, and uh, yeah, that's just, it, and it, it is incredibly 
beautiful and luxurious. Like, once upon a time, this was one of the greatest, most uh, impressive places on earth. And now even some of the the things that you see are not able to be recreated by man. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, if like some of the like if someone from an ancient uh, civilization came and saw something like more recent, almost in some ways, it's like mm-hmm. almost like there's technology here that mm-hmm. technology is not quite the the right word. Like technique that has yeah. been lost. After the coughing stops <laughs> and the books are like laid out on their little leather wrap all nicely. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Is everyone all right? Mostly. Yeah. Burl. Give you a silent nod. All right. How about I build us a fire and let's get dry and warm? Yes. Get this straightened and. <laughs> Lips the the sail out and begins to like wring the water and it just kind of falls off very nicely. <laughs> we should probably find somewhere not as obvious as the shore to build a fire, though. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna look for like a, something yeah. that has a little bit of shelter but isn't gonna like smoke us out. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> build us a fire so we can dry out a little bit, get warm. Yeah, we were just in a cold lake. I, th- I think, I think like as Hanar stands up, uh, his beard is thick enough that it's just like raining underneath <laughs> his chin. So like it's you know the, like wherever he starts to walk, there's just a pathway of water <laughs> as he starts to kind of pick himself up and get everything on, and and he's just like d- does the fingers through the beard thing, but it doesn't really help because it's still just like a sponge, <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> things wars are not meant to do yeah. <laughs> alright so uh, it, but I don't remember what time did you leave it was like we left in the, we left morning. In the morning yeah. Okay. yeah, it's taken a lot most of the day it's not quite dusk but it's getting pretty close so the sun's point. low in the sky yes. maybe disappearing like behind the trees or not quite yet um you it's definitely behind the tops of the buildings okay so in the of the ruins um but it's not quite like it's getting a little bit golden but it's yeah. definitely not like sunset quite okay. yet we have some light to scout by um and i think uh i'm gonna look for a place that could double as like a shelter for the night too mm-hmm. because it's getting to be a little bit late we've been through a lot I think everybody just needs to, like, hunker down for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, give me a scouting roll. Um, can you scan for that? Oh, yeah, scan. Okay. I forgot. Scouting's just during the... That's my favorite. That's <laughs> yeah, the thing you're good at. Hopefully. You see real good. Right. See if the dice think so. Um, they don't. Oh, no. <laughs> um... So, <laughs> so there's a lot of options here. It's almost like you're overwhelmed by options, and you have a little bit of an uneasy feeling. Okay. Like, there's just something a little bit weird about this place. Uh, you're used to being in ruins. You're used to being... But this is, like, a little different. Like, like this almost, like... There's just something... There's a bit of gravitas here that just is... 
I don't know if I should touch something. You know, it's mm. like if you're in a if you were left in a museum alone or something mm. like that, and it's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't touch that it. Sense of serious occasion, like mm. yes, exactly. Visiting Arlington Cemetery or mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, similar to that. And you, so it's like, do I walk across the? Do I not? Do we go like you know? So it's like you're not really sure that you feel comfortable just like setting up camp in one of these buildings. Um, so so you're sort of hot and and don't know exactly what to do with that. Is that a good reason why you can't find like a... Yeah. Because it seems like a little odd since we're in a place with... There's many buildings around. You can't find a... I'm going to make it so it's not that you can't find. It's like you're not sure whether it's right to do it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you guys probably have not seen Runa look like unsettled before because she's generally like overconfident and it's like, I know what to do. We're going in here. Mm-hmm. But she looks a little bit like hesitant and is mm. like I don't none of this seems right and there is uh, I, 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 I'm not going to like tell you but there is definitely a feeling of unease for everyone here yeah okay um, uh, there's a little bit of a growl uh, from behind you all and I kind of look down at my stomach and I realize <laughs> I'm getting hungry because mm-hmm. uh, you know we have this like our meals were you able to keep the fish that you that you caught or did that oh, kind of just, like, go away? I think away? you put it in, like, a satchel. So, yeah, I've got fish. Okay. All right. I was wondering, no, because if, if if we didn't have, if we needed food, I Pocket was just going <laughs> to... <laughs> ha! Certified to prepare. Yeah. Okay. Back to the um, uh If if we didn't, if we needed food, I was going to, like, go to the shoreline. I was going to start spearing fish out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but do we, do we have, like, are our rations... Did they survive the trip? Or? Yeah. Okay. Anything you were carrying survived the trip. If anything was, like, stowed, if you put anything somewhere else, then I'll say that that was lost with the ship. Okay. But for the most part, especially since you knew the ship was going down, I can't imagine you're like, oh, let's take off all our stuff and, like, set it on the boat. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I would imagine you'd, like, kind of, you know, double check that everything was, was fastened and secured on yourself. I think the only other thing I don't have is because we don't have the horses. And that's my keg of beer. Aww. Like, I didn't bring that in the boat. Like yeah, that that's... Was... But it's safe back with the horses. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. Well, the keg mm-hmm. floats. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. If we'd had it, we could have all just jumped on and um, paddled for sure. Uh, in that case, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pick myself up, dust myself off, try to take a deep breath and recollect myself, and I'll follow. I'll stay close to you as you're scouting around. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's kind of continuing to look like kind of going up to places and being like, mm, not this one. I don't think we should be in here. Rona, is everything all right? I don't know. There's something unsettling about this place. I don't... I mean, these would make fine shelters, but I just feel like we shouldn't be in them. Rona, no. you see just like like the very far peripheral vision, you feel like you see something move. Her head snaps. <laughs> Like directly yeah. in that direction. It's just there's just a wall there, and she looks at uh, sausage. There's something, not us here. Um, I tighten my grip on my spear, lower a little bit, and I will actually uh, shuffle in front of you and start oh. delving further in to the ruins. Like, um, and it's still. Relatively bright. It's pretty bright, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's look at light. Okay, all yeah. right. I'll just kind of make sure I round corners before you do. Oh, no. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, uh, so the two of you are kind of scouting. Uh, are you going farther, or are you kind of just like edging about the same distance around? I think we're kind of uh, edging in like a kind of an arc around. So we're keeping the same distance from our friends on the shore, um, but exploring as much of the area as we can without getting out of like earshot. Um, I feel like Bruna probably has like a weird like bird call whistle that she does to like Mm -hmm. let you guys know she's near or like. We've done it before at the bridge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We so, our trademark calls. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'll do that periodically to just like let them know, like, still looking, I'm okay. The things are yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. In the background of all of this, still just wringing the sail out and like very <laughs> neatly folding it and like neatly getting everything back in order, still stopping what? Just way more invested <laughs> in doing that. They've got it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the sail is one of those things that, well, like, once you like shake it and wring it out, it isn't wet anymore. Yeah. Like you can immediately fold it. You don't have to wait for it to dry. I made mm-hmm. the sale. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the kind of the subtle elven yeah. magic mystique yeah. in the world. Yes. Just falls off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can I, like, I see that they've gone off and they've kind of, you guys have kind of gone a ways now. Mm-hmm. And we're out have, of sight, certainly. You right. haven't yeah. come back saying, like, oh, we've got a spot. I think. Hanar's gonna try and no scratch that double back I think Hanar's gonna walk over to Erland and sort of sit heavily down next to the sail not on it but next to it mm-hmm. uh, and he's just gonna kind of bow his head and go I'm very sorry For what the wood I gathered must have failed us and it's my fault. No. Friend so, Dwarf, please. It's all right. Well, we're all in this together, but know that I will do better next time. I know you will, but you did well the first time. It was fortunate that we got as far as we did. Especially with whatever creature... That was. That's true. Um, I, I work with the finest timber. I, I've never built a boat that fast in my years and years and years. It was fun. Oh, it was. It was fun working together. Yes. I would like to try again sometime. I would love that. Perhaps not when we need to immediately go no. in the boat. <laughs> no. But yes, I would like that. Um, and it's a first for me. A dwarf has never raised his axe to help me build a ship. I'm honored. I I have never been in an elven ship, so an honor for me as well. (laughs) I think probably the only boat-related thing he's ever been on is, like, the rope ferry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Across a tiny river or stream. Um... But I think I'd like to do something that is new. Uh, So with the advancement points that we earned over the last couple of sessions, I saved up and I increased my wisdom, which gives me a new virtue from the Dwarven Virtue list. Mm -hmm. And the one I went with is Broken Spells. The history of the dwarves is that they used to make powerful magic. 
and they don't really do that anymore, but they're still a little bit out there. Uh, and so I, I got to pick three skills that I can spend a hope point to get a magical success. So I think I'd like to use my explore skill and see about if I can gain some knowledge of this place, like okay. what what might be lurking out there, or if there's a secure place that we could be in, or something. Okay. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, I don't actually know what the rules are for a magical success. <laughs> I, I assume that's know, just, just a success, but through some kind of slightly supernatural means. Yeah. Um, but I still have to roll. Yeah. So, here we go. Lucky, lucky, lucky. Okay. So I made my roll, and I'm spending the hope point for the magical success. Uh, I think... I think as he stands back up, he kind of looks at these buildings, and he sees the craftsmanship that went into them, mm -hmm. and the sort of the beauty of the architecture, and... Description-wise, to me, it feels like he's a random person that stumbled upon, like, the Colosseum of Rome <laughs> in the Dark Ages. Like, yeah. he's like, oh, 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 this is the whole thing. Yeah. And it's still here, and it seems okay. Like, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Since it took us until, like, last year to figure out the secrets of Roman concrete. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, I think he kind of paws at his beard a little bit, and his hand comes away still wet, and, and then he kind of rubs it, and then whispers into his fingers mm -hmm. and kind of, like, makes a like a hand-rubbing gesture and then just lets it fly. Okay. And it just kind of... It's almost like the whisper resonates like an echo. Oh, okay. But not loudly. It's mm -hmm. sort of... I don't know. It... In my head, the idea is that it's kind of like echolocation, mm -hmm. but not yelling, hey! Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just sort of a, a, a whisper on the wind that then kind of comes back and can give some kind of knowledge. Perfect. So yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to add into that a little bit. Uh, like, you've done that, like, maybe you and... Um, like the two of you have continued your conversation maybe a little bit. So you've, cause you would have knowledge of this place. So, um, I want to make sure that he uses his magical success to get information that you wouldn't already have. Yes, please. So I'd like to have that you had maybe had a bit of a conversation. So, um, what's some information that you would share? I think, um, after talking about, you know, the ship and all of that stuff and kind of talking a little bit about like, Oh, I've made ships, Blah blah blah, but downriver from here and upriver, um, I used to hear tales of this place. Um, that the men that lived here were once beautiful and glorious, but even before I was born, this city was full of ghosts. It was empty. Mm. Um, and with them, they took their secrets. And I've long wondered what was here, and just have never been. Um, you also would probably wonder a bit about that because you're a treasure hunter. Yeah. yeah. And you'd think that, hey, we, I, like this giant place is here. It's obviously still pretty intact, um, which is a little odd. And you haven't 
run into a bunch of other treasure hunters, which were all like, hey, there's this giant ruin up there that was obviously a super rich city. Um, and you, like, I got all this here. Like, you've never, you've never really. Yeah. People telling stories, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give you, um, with this, you can get information, but it's like flashes of like the place's memory. So you're not going to get like, like word information. You're going to get like, like vision-ish type things. Sure. Awesome. So on, um, on the wind, you see. Um, the memory of this place when it was like, like in its heyday, this fantastic city that was huge and the the capital of the greatest human kingdom ever to be on Middle Earth. Um, Numenor wasn't technically on Middle Earth, so it's still right. Um, you know, and it's like bustling streets, the, the, the great like humans who look so much more majestic and able than humans look now. And you get flashes of a great, you know, man who was obviously a king. And then you get, like, this kind of, this almost, uh, like, like uh, sped up, like, almost like when you have the time lapse of, like, the decline of this city as it kind of goes apart. And this is, like, the place's memory of itself. Um, and part of it, you you feel like this darkness coming from the north. Um, and you feel the waters that are lapping up against the city um, becoming dangerous and an enemy. When they, it used to feel like like siblings, like friends, like the water is part of the city. And now the city feels like it doesn't like the water anymore. And if a city could lean away from water, like the city would have done that. Okay, um, okay. And you, you feel more than like see what feels like like tentacles touching and at the edges of the the city from the water and then that's where your vision kind of oh and you're back in yourself okay i think i i feel like that probably like the the images came like when you see old newsreel footage that's been sped up to 30 fps yeah <laughs> so it's like the like Everything moved weirdly and a little bit jerky and strange. Uh, and I think, like, I turn back and I go, we should get away from the lake. All right. It's a, this, this lake was the problem. Oh, all right. I, and, like, you see him kind of shiver a little bit, like, he's cold, but he's not that wet anymore. <laughs> so... It's just, uh, um, I, f I feel like the something from the lake or the lake was the reason why this isn't still a city. All right, let's um, let's let's go. Let's get you a fire. So yeah, I, I think like I, we'd head off towards wherever direction okay. they went. And Hannah, you're not sure. You think it, you know, it's probably just like the residual of the visions. But like the the voices you heard in the parts where the city where people were living in it, you, you still kind of hear it. Okay. All right, let's jump back into our explorers. Um. So I feel like we're still we're still looking. Yeah. Well, I I feel like at this point we're looking for someplace where we can camp out, right? Yeah. Instead of just looking down, I'm gonna start looking up, seeing if there's like a building with a second story that seems relatively open. 
Yeah. You know, get us a little bit of high ground, a view around where we are. How close are we to the um, that tall thing? <laughs> okay, so the way it is, um, I should have put this on the, the thing, but basically you're at like the edge of the lake. Um, you are just at the normal part. There is a kind of almost peninsula that goes out into the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's part of it that like obviously there's a bridge so it's a, technically like a little bit of an island, but so much stuff has been built between the two that it's like, is that a peninsula? Is that like a bunch of bridges? I'm not sure. Um, and then out, there's like very tall spires on this, on the edge of okay. this. Um, so it's more towards the water than we are. It's it's definitely, yeah, you are off to the side. If you travel, if you continue to travel um, the direction you could come across the lake and then go up a little bit, like... It's it's within walking distance. Like, it's a big city. Okay. So it's like if we wanted to walk, uh, you know, a couple miles. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a fairly large city. Okay. Maybe not. We'll say it's like a mile and a half. That's going to be a tomorrow climb. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll say that you've kind of found a place that you don't feel quite as, like, ooged out about. Okay. For lack of me thinking of a beautiful <laughs> word there. Um, but you come to what is obviously... The city was built to be lived in, so you keep going by like the houses that were obviously residential, things that might have been businesses with residents above them. Everything's like multiple stories, just about. Um, but you finally come to uh, like an open square that has a hole kind of in the middle with a little bit. It was probably some sort of uh, well or a place where they pulled water um, off to the side. There's a bit of what looks like it used to be an overhang. Um, so this was some sort of open uh, congregation or, you know, a hangout area. This might have been a tavern. Who knows? But it's got a little bit less of a you're trespassing here feel. Because okay. it, it, it wasn't quite like someone's home. This is like an open area where anybody could come. So you're not feeling quite as like, oh, I shouldn't be here. Like this feels like, okay, okay, I think we'll be okay here. Okay. And she'll kind of like relax a little bit. All right, I think this might do. How do you feel about... I mean, we've got some cover over here under the overhang. We could duck into one of these buildings if we need to. It doesn't feel quite as... I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think I think under there I might be comfortable enough for the night. Yeah? Okay. Um, I'll gather some wood uh, and see if we can get a fire started. I'll go find the others and lead them here. Sounds good. All right. We're slopping along. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll listen out for you, make my way, and then, you know, you see me rounding a corner, and I give you a little yank of the head and lead you to our spot. You said, that, so this was a common area. Did you say there was a well there? Uh, it looks like there might have been some sort of well or some drain or something in the middle of the, the square. Yeah. It's very nicely designed. Like, there's a slight slope. You can yeah. tell there's, like, small little, like, indent areas going off in, like, five different directions that were, you know, for rain to run down, mm-hmm. like, towards the center here. Gutters for rain. Yeah, like, everything has, like, all those beautiful little details that, you know, made life living here very enjoyable. Like, you didn't have to worry about walking out from under an, a... An, uh, an eve or something and have rain like it's like oh nope there's rain gutters and it all the water and you know the miracles of nearly modern fantasy plumbing <laughs> uh, I'll just kind of take a look at that drain and, mm-hmm. and see if I can see anything in there and 
if it checks out, you know, we'll go set up camp, you know, bed rolls and such mm-hmm. under an overhang. Yeah. Okay. While you do that, um, Erland, who's been like very like focused on get everything dry, make sure Hannah's okay, make sure Burl's okay, Runa's fine. <laughs> um, but just like focus, suddenly looks up and is like overtaken by where they really are because this looks like Numenorean architecture. Mm-hmm. We are now in walking in the ghost of the last of Numenor and he just stops mm-hmm. and stares and you're like trying to do real work and he's just <laughs> staring at this place and listening to the wind and imagining all the things that Hanar just saw. Mm-hmm. And we'll say that, like, now it's, like, sunset, so you've got that golden light. So when you look up at the spires, like, you almost can imagine, like, this was, you know, it almost looks as glorious as it did then. Like, it's all faded and parts of it are crumbling, but in the the, the golden light of the end of the day, it's, like, there's definitely something incredible about this place. Um, I, I pause after setting up, you know, some of our stuff, and I see you standing there. And I just walk silently up to you, so hopefully I don't disturb your musing. And I say, um, Erlen, are you listening to the city? What's it have to say? The echoes of great things, but also ghosts. I wish that they had stayed, that they hadn't fallen. Hmm. And when you say ghost, I start whistling a little too because that <laughs> freaks me out yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're also with them, kind of like sure. making camp, enjoying. I think just generally distracted still, like yeah. keeps like everybody probably notices him like looking like, what was that? You know, what was that? Mm-hmm. Kind of like hearing things, but not. Uh, and probably looking kind of wistful. Like, it's, like, really feeling the, the how big a shame it is that it isn't still mm-hmm. a nice place to be. Yeah. Um, but he'd help, like, building a fire and mm-hmm. getting sort of set up and pulling out some jerky or something to, to share and... I think as Runa notices you kind of like looking around and like you're still off looking for firewood. Am I still looking for firewood? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm looking for firewood. You didn't say you were back yet. (laughs) Everything's fine. Um, I thought there might be firewood in the square. Maybe not. No, there's not. Okay. Um, The city's old enough that like any wood things would have been gone. Ah, okay. It's 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 old ruins. Um, You also, Hannah, would have. empathy for this because the dwarves have magnificent incredible cities that have been lost people know where they are but they it's not safe to go back for you know all these things so you also are like have an appreciation for like incredible things that that have been lost to a people and like living memory mm-hmm. of it just being returned mm-hmm. like like oh that, that was you know but one of them well, yeah, right, right, yes. but but th- that could be a thing, yes. and I think he's like, maybe if the humans get their act together, mm-hmm. they could uh, build stuff like this again, and not like I think he's comparing and contrasting Bree mm-hmm. to here, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, come on, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, 
Hang your firewood search going. Yeah, it might well. <laughs> like you're finding things. Um, there's there are some like especially when you go inside. There's some pieces of like what probably was used to be furniture and things like that. Anything outside would definitely have just been gone. Um, but there's also places where you know trees have kind of grown in and died and left branches and things like that because it's been long enough that there's been like lifetimes of trees in this place as well. Um, so you are easily able to find um, wood. And as you're walking around, though, you keep you keeps like seeing like things in the like corners of your of your senses. And it's mm. it's odd because you're not seeing any footprints or anything like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care for that. Um I think of what she would do. Is it coming from kind of all directions, or is there a particular? It like, seems to seeing be, it on one side. Seems to be very almost random. Okay. Like like you'll be in one room and then you'll see something and you'll turn and there's not anything there and you won't see anything for a few minutes and then you'll be somewhere else and sometimes there's big spaces and you can't ever quite get a look at it. Like no matter how quick you look, hmm. like it's just like movement. Wait, nothing there. I think since she can't see it, she's just going to talk to it. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Terrible idea. Um, so as she's kind of gathering firewood, she kind of gets fed up with it and just like... I know you're here. I don't know what game you're playing, but I don't particularly care for it. We're not here to disturb your peace. So either show yourself or leave us alone. I've got a fire to build. And then leaves whatever room it's in. Okay. <laughs> um, you do not see any movement after that. Huh. So you go back and you... <laughs> you get back to, to camp with no, you know, no issue. Just like, problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Told that thing. Look... <laughs> Supernatural weirdness happening. The worst thing you can do is just ignore it. We've all seen <laughs> how many times that's a bad yeah. idea. So I like True. it. Um, so you're you're making camp for the evening. Uh, you're able to do so. You're kind of making yourselves comfortable. And uh, I'm going to have you all roll scan, please. <sighs> okay, this is not going to go well. I believe in you. Uh, I'm going to spend better. a hope point because there's no way I can succeed on this. Unless I do. Oh my well. god. Okay, so last time I rolled this scan roll, it's favored. Mm -hmm. I got two sevens and two twos. Mm -hmm. And this time I got two eights and two fours. Oh my god. Oof. It's favored, but I got the exact <laughs> same roll. <laughs> <laughs> well. Weird. That is weird. So, uh. I succeeded mm -hmm. with a uh, Gandalf. Oh, okay. Ooh. I also succeeded no special. Okay. Thing. Which yeah. I'm very glad that I had the, the that's a favored skill for me because the other one was an eye. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's uh that's never good. Oh, yeah. That uh, was a hope point well spent. I succeeded as well. <laughs> yeah. Um also just real quick, um I know we did it kind of before camera roll, but um remember to spend any points for skills or anything. Um 
we have the same number we got last time, and uh, our fellowship points have have refreshed in between sessions. Um, I do want to just double check. Oh no, no, we're fine. Okay, um, Runa, you're seeing it again. And while you're sitting and you're you're by the fire and you're enjoying your meal and the fish actually tastes really good. And you just but it's sort of like it's not moving anymore, but it's just kind of like at the edge of your vision. You know, when someone is like just standing right there and you just kind of see it and then you like turn and there's not anyone there. Does it reappear when I turn back back away from it? Usually it takes a few minutes. Like it's not like right okay. away. Um and it doesn't you're not getting a malicious vibe from it. It's it's just like, uh, uh, okay. I think she's going to, like, wait uh, are you gonna... until it comes back. <laughs> and then she's got to look at it. She's going to go, do you need something? No, I don't need anything. Not you. Oh. We're going to pause right there. Like, while this is happening, <laughs> We're going to see from, uh, we're going to say, like, from your vision, like, that's why you had such an amazing success. Because mm -hmm. you know what this place is supposed to look like. Of everyone here, um, you know, even Erlen, like, knows about the history of this place and, like, can use, you know, his imagination to picture what it was like. But you actually have a picture in your mind of what it was. True. Um, and you, you are continuing to kind of hear those voices, and you kind of every once in a while you'll look up and you'll kind of see like oh and then they're they're gone but you, you're getting visions of people walking like they were and they don't really they don't seem to be reacting to you um, so you're not sure whether it's like just residual magic or what it is but you have a very clear picture of things still moving about this city even though you're seeing the ruins you're not seeing a vision right 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 yeah so you're like well that's a thing. Yeah. Like, do I specifically see anything when she says that? Uh, we'll see. Okay. So you said that, and Carolyn's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not saying. Not you. And just kind of point that way. <laughs> We're Don't gonna... look at it. Like, outside uh, the firelight. Yeah. We're going to say you're sitting around the fire. We'll just say you're in the same order that you're sitting in right now for simplicity's sake. So you're sitting kind of across, um, and you're looking up, and, you know, like kind of these these shadowy images are popping in and out, but you do see there is is a a woman who's standing and she's in what is incredibly majestic clothing, but you know from your vision like it's kind of like everyday wear for this place, mm -hmm. and um, she keeps kind of just like walking, and she's the only one that you're seeing that keeps looking at your group, mm. and then she'll kind of walk away. And then she'll come back and, like, like look at you. And, like, when you look right at her, she, like, looks a little surprised and quickly, like, turns and walks, like, down, like, an open doorway in the hallway. I think I'd probably say, I think she's just curious. Yeah, I'm not getting a malicious intent, but there's definitely something watching us. Oh. I, I've seen a lot of the city as it was 
and it looks like perhaps a resident has taken an interest in the fact that we're here. You said she. You can see her? Uh, off and on. I've seen lots of people. Oh. Uh, I, I did a little working, and I kind of have seen some things of the city. And it seems to be working a lot better than I thought uh, it would, as uh, it didn't just kind of lead me to anything in particular, but I'm continuing to see some flashes, some some moments locked in time, I hmm. think. That... That's incredible. I mean, startling, but incredible. Definitely yeah. incredible. Yeah. I've, I've never seen it work like this before, but perhaps it's the magnetism of the place. Perhaps we found your gift. Mm-hmm. And perhaps something has found us. True. I think that's definitely true. I kept uh, seeing something. And I kind of like point a finger in the direction that you gestured a second ago. Uh... I'm going to take the opportunity to get out of the firelight, to kind of like back out of the firelight. Mm -hmm. And I would like to make, I would like to stealthily in the shadows head over to that direction. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Make a roll. Okay. Um, and let's see. sneak up on a ghost. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. uh, And uh, I spent eight adventure points to pump up my wisdom to Mm -hmm. two, uh, which got me another virtue. Uh, and I took the virtue of hobbits, the art of disappearing. Very nice. So if I roll, if I make a stealth roll and I get a uh, a success icon, I can spend one of those to just disappear. Okay. And I got, there we go. That is a 17, a great success. So I'm going to spend that and just kind of melt into the shadows. Yeah, absolutely. And... Um, by now, we'll say it's it's dark by now. Um, there's like the, the cheery golden light of your fire. Um, the rest of the city is dark. There's uh, winds kind of blowing through. Um, it's the same like feeling of of importance, um, but there's not a uh, there's not the feeling of of like danger right now. Um, but you are able to just like melt away from the firelight. And your friends are probably pretty used to saying you do this now um, and able to move wherever you'd like at this point. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stealthily move towards, again, that direction where mm-hmm. uh, Runa pointed to whatever it was as following. Seeing if I can find a trace of somebody or something. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, if that takes me a little deeper into the ruins, then mm-hmm. then I will, I will venture a little further away. Okay. Um, you go kind of down. There's like... Um, these series of arches that have like a walkway, like a hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they turn into uh, like a, it's not an alley exactly, but it's like a smaller side walkway. Uh, most of the things here are, don't seem built like wide enough for horses and carts. A lot of these are small walkways between homes and businesses. Mm-hmm. Still very lovely and majestic, but this is obviously a used part of town. This wasn't like a palace or something like that, mm-hmm. even though it's beautiful. Um, and you're looking and walking and, uh, yeah, roll me a scan. Scan, okay. Um... You are, you're absolutely hidden. So I'm just... <laughs> 
I want to see how good you are at seeing ghosts. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Gonna burn another hope. <laughs> Let's see what I get. Oh, I just miss it. That's the uh, 13 out of 14. Okay. Um oh. you you know, you're you're very good at spotting things. You're looking here. There is dust on the ground from, you know, ages and you don't see any footprints. You don't see any sign of any living thing coming through and disturbing any of this in quite some time. Uh, you do get like a little bit of like that feeling of like little up your spine like yeah. <laughs> okay um but again like you're not feeling threatened by anything um but there you are okay still um, like you're still hidden like you can still continue to move about uh i i i just kind of like whisper to no one in particular whether you're friend or foe as long as you leave us alone tonight there ain't gonna be no problems all right. And I will start, I will take note of where I've been, mm -hmm. you know, kind of scan the area, get a good lay of the land, and then make my way back. Okay. Uh, same thing, just quietly, stealthily. Okay. Um, Hanar, as like the, the time is kind of like past, your, your visions are, are not quite as as vibrant. And they're sure, kind of, sure. they're, they're, now you're like, I feel like I'm just remembering what I saw before. Um, but it's still incredibly vivid in your memory. Um, yeah. Kind of a, a sort of life-changing moment in many ways. Um, but you're no longer seeing things that uh, you think might actually be there. I would, around the fire, make sure to tell everybody, like, the visions I saw, it really felt like the danger to this city came from the lake. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's still in the lake. I don't know if it's something that lives there or something that swam in there or... But it felt like the lake was the coming downfall of the city. There is definitely something in the lake, other than the fish, of course. But I I, I don't know what to make of it. I, I didn't see a specific... Because, like, mm -hmm. it didn't actually look like actual tentacles it felt like the feeling of the lake you reaching just had the feeling yeah. yeah okay yeah so the city had a very clear sense of itself but it's a city so it doesn't like see things right so, right, yeah, so yeah. It, it but could... it wasn't like i saw like kaiju tentacles erupting <laughs> out of the lake and grabbing onto the city and... not that you saw but you also you didn't actually see any real visions of the lake it was just more a feeling right right so yeah so i'm, I'm sticking with the mm. some kind of danger came from the lake to be the downfall of the city. So. That does worry me about the Dunedain. It does. And you said there were islands out there. Yes. They went to go to the islands, I think. Well, if they made it, they may still be there. Perhaps they can't cross back because of whatever's in the lake. I'm worried the journey was more perilous than just what we just faced. Perhaps yeah. tomorrow we can see if there's any transport left in, in from the city. Um, I'd like to go out on the peninsula. We saw those spires that are closer. It juts out into the lake a bit more. I'd like to get up there and see if we can spot anything across the lake. Maybe I'll be able to see the islands if it's clear enough. 
And maybe their halls have stories to tell as well that might give us some guidance. They may. And maybe we can find some crafts. Yes. Possibly. Or at, at the very least, get up over the fog. Mm-hmm. So. This is a dour place, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe we should sing a song? Something to remember the people that were here before. Carolyn goes looking back in their memory, trying to think of any songs that weren't about elves. (laughs) Elves heard a lot of songs about themselves, and I think that the closest that he finds is um, just kind of a the the memory of a poem about. the relations of the men of this realm with with the elves but not a not a song it kind of sits at a loss and usually he always has a song for something i'd like for you to roll me either song or lore whichever one is sure. higher for you i think hanar would kind of improv join in on mm-hmm. his instrument but i don't think he'd feel like singing Hey, love a favorite skill. <laughs> um, I definitely succeed. I have a rune on one of my sixes, and I wow, that is twenty-three. <laughs> Amazing. So you're sitting there and you're trying, like, racking your brain, and you're like, okay, I feel like I should know this, and like, almost as if. Like someone was whispering to you. You suddenly are like, you you don't know if you've heard this song before, but you know a song. And you're able to sing this song, um, uh, you know, of Elendil and the the building of Arnor and like the the reconstruction of a great people after Numenor's fall and the hope they had with coming to this place. And... And so you're able to to sing this, um, and it becomes something that you you will never forget the words to, and uh, the rest of you are able to kind of join in if you like. Mm-hmm. Runa will join in. Yeah. Yeah. In the middle of the song, I'll come back and then just kind of jump in with the you know with my beaten loop. Mm-hmm. As the song kind of spins down. Um, and I'm sure that, like, you guys are still playing um, very quietly. Erlen just kind of speaks to the air. Merese, um, which just means well met, mm-hmm. beautiful woman, beautiful lady. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the song is beautiful and lighthearted, and it has... Um, like pride in it and it almost has a, such a simple melody it's very clearly just a a folk song people would sing while they were walking about it's not some great ballad from a hall or anything like that um but there is as you sing it this mix of like joy and intense loss um and as you're singing it like those powers or those feelings are sort of compounded like your own feelings but you also are aware of almost the feelings of this place like echoing in your own voices 
as you sing. Um, and it's beautiful and incredible. And this place has beautiful acoustics, this, like with these <laughs> large walls on each side and all these things. Um, and uh, I'd like for you to roll scan again. I know I'm going to keep having you do this. Um, Looking for ghosts. Well, no, you're not. yes, part of it. Are we all rolling it? Yes, please. Uh, yeah. Nope. <gasps> oh, no. That's bad. Um, I, I got a Gandalf rune and I succeeded. Okay. Oh, Great. Goodness. I got an uh, eye. Uh, oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the place for me to get an eye, yes, honestly. Absolutely. Um, so while you're sta- here, um, you hear something, Runa. You hear, um, like, movement. You hear something, like, brushing against something. There's just a small sound. Um, and it could literally be anything in these ruins, like something fell or... Mm-hmm. Um, but you do hear an actual sound. Okay. Um, and at that same moment, um, kind of n- near all of you... And we'll say we'll have Hanar rolls when he comes back to see how much he hears. Um and it, and it was just as you're, like, it was during the song. Oh, okay. So you'd, you'd, you'd started singing, and um, I will say just as you're ending the song, because that's kind of when we'll have the the, the scan roll happen. Um, and just as you're kind of quieting down, that's when you heard, like, kind of, like, the, the sound up and above, like, way up above you. Oh, okay. Um, and at that same time, there's kind of a, a glimmering... Uh, ghostly figure for lack of better words than that because that's obvious um who kind of appears next to your fire and uh, she's a very tall for a human very um elegant woman and these long um they look white kind of creamy but you they probably work very colorful in life. Mm. Um, but everything about her is a little bit uh, shades of gray, and they do get glimmers of color occasionally. And um, and she's not smiling exactly, but there's definitely a, a, a little bit of a pleased look in her eye from the song that you all just sang. Mm. Um, will you roll me scan, Hannah? Sure. Okay. And the ghost just appeared. A similar one to the one we saw I saw before or yeah. Well yeah. Made it with a great success. Okay, excellent. Um so just as you're <laughs> so you just sang this song. Um Erland was trying to remember something and just as if by magic uh remembered this great song that they made it seemed weird, like they didn't seem like they knew it very well as they were singing through it, but it just kind of like as they, they went. Um, and it, it was this beautiful, sweet folk song that was also very sad, and it the emotions kind of echoed throughout this place. And just as you're ending, you're finishing up um, the dr- last of the drum beats, you hear um, some sounds like way high, like at the top of the, the buildings. Um, nothing, nothing big, but just something there. And then... Um, you see um, this ghostly figure of a woman appear. Um, and we're going, she's just, for a moment, she's just kind of like standing there smiling. And uh, then when you turn and look at her, she looks a little bit, oh, like surprised. Hello. Hello. 
you perceive me. Uh, it, it has been some time. What? Uh, it is strange to see such a, a group as yours together. I have never seen a dwarf in our city. Well, it's an honor to visit. Uh, are yes. you returning? Is the king back? Have you brought him? Sadly, no. She looks like kind of sad and heartbroken. My name is Athura. This is Anuminus, the capital city. The king has been gone for so long, and so many of us are waiting for his heir to arrive and return. Is he... Is there still a king? Not in this world. None are known at all? Sad to say, the, um, the great darkness came. Yes. I have seen some of it myself. It has caused great harm. But we must wait still. The king will return someday. It cannot be any other way. If you have not returned with the king, what brings you here? Your kin. Some came through here. Oh. Yes, we do see the... Dunedine. She looks like troubled. They have lost so much. Kingless and wandering. They come through here often, but they never stay. They seem uninterested in building back what was. Don't know why they do not care for them and for the history. I don't think it's for lack of care. Like you, I don't think that they can. I hope they care. They, they cannot see me. I sometimes see them, but I also cannot always see. It is strange that all of you are able to perceive me and I am able to perceive you. I shakily get up on my feet. And I say, or I ask, How many of you are waiting here? I am unclear. Some days I am alone. And some days I see many others. And some days we can see each other and some days we cannot. Some days I'm not sure I'm here at all. It is very strange. In the winter, I feel like there are more of us. Or maybe the cold air just makes it so we can see better. I don't know. You honor us. She, like, bows her head. Marilyn bows very deeply. It is a strange thing. 
to one minute feel like you are in your city, the greatest in the world, and then another to look up and see it in ruins. Mm. And the memories shift. It is hard to keep track. Uh, it, what what brings you here? The Dunedine. Oh. And you can see she like has like a little bit of a lapse and like mm-hmm. maybe doesn't quite remember what you just said. Yeah. Um, you say that you've seen him. Then go. Oh yes, yes. Sometimes we are seeking a number of them that came through here recently. Do you know of them? Have you seen them? Have I seen them? They took boats. Boats. I don't go near the water. I, I, I feel like, and she kind of stops and looks up. I, I feel like I have seen them. What brings you here? And you can see she's starting to like, become like less vibrant, and you can see she's sort of fading. We come to hear the song of your people, Lady Ezra. It was a beautiful song. I sang it often. Mm. It was a wonderful time. And you can see she's just kind of like, like fades. And then you, as you hear her kind of humming the melody to the song as she kind of like fades out. Yeah, What just happened? <laughs> well, we just met a member of the Lost Kingdom, Anor. <laughs> and as he smiled, you see that he's also been crying mm-hmm. pretty much this whole time since he started singing. <laughs> I wonder what she was looking at. I heard something from up there. I was pretty enraptured by the lady, but there was... While we were singing, a noise from up high. Like in the direction of the tower, or like... You said from like the tops of the buildings around us? Yeah, so you're in kind of like a square, and then there's like buildings on all four sides of like walkways and different things going out. But there's like two or three stories up. There's like like roofs and stuff, yeah. Where she was looking. Mm -hmm. Does it look like she was just looking at one of the rooftops, or was she looking at one of the towers? Um, it's a little bit hard to tell. There's a lot of towers in the city, but it's it's general rooftop. She did not look straight towards, um, like the other direction would have been like the big tower. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. Hmm. I'm going to remember that for the rest of my day. That was quite an experience. I don't think any adventurer in my family has ever seen or spoken Hmm. to a ghost. A story to pass down. Yes. I start trying to um, remember, like, focus on those last notes of her humming, and I start to try to just pluck that out in my lute, like, in the right key, mm-hmm. you know, to just try to commit it to memory. Yeah. And as you're doing that, Erlen immediately, like, book out, begins to, like, write down all the lyrics for the song mm-hmm. that they're just saying, and all the, like, notes and all the, like, literally everything to just distill all of this to memory, just mm-hmm. furiously writing. Yeah. I think now that I'm reminded of 
You heard a noise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Runa is eyeballing those rooftops pretty hard. Yeah. Well, like, especially while they're distracted. I'm mm -hmm. just like, she's very tempted to climb up and see what she can see, but for now, I'm just like scanning. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you, do you want to roll a scan or are you just like um, staying on guard? I can. I can roll a scan. It's up to you. Are you like you actively looking? Yeah, or are you just I feel like, like okay. I'm active. I want to actively okay. look. Hanar, what are you doing? I do a good job. I think Hanar is kind of sitting there trying to think if there's a way that he could figure out how to help find their lost king. Oh, like, I don't oh, think I mean... he knows anything about that or mm. who it might be. Like maybe he could put up an ad in Bree and <laughs> see if he could find. Like that's what he's thinking. Like no, maybe absolutely. it's just somebody that doesn't know what they are or maybe like there's got to be like a human genealogy thing somewhere like mm -hmm. humans don't use the son of or daughter of nomenclature that dwarves do but maybe somebody's got to know like hmm <laughs> <laughs> uh, i did not succeed okay my mind is too full of ghosts yeah you you look up and you're 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 not seeing anything. Um, you know, maybe she was, you know, I mean, there are sounds throughout the city. There's the wind blowing. There's rocks that fall as things crumble, things like that. And you're not seeing anything now. But okay. For a place as abandoned as it is, it's strangely animal free. Yes. Okay. So there are, there are a little bit like there might be birds, but you haven't really seen a lot yet. Um, there were fish in the lake. Right, right, but you'd think for something that had been abandoned for thousands of years that yeah. there would be. They're not like skunks and possums no. and deer and you know all that. Yeah, no, no rodents or anything like that. Okay. A few birds, but most of them seem to be flying over. You don't really see them like roosting. They don't stop. Hmm. Um. All right. Uh, it's getting late. It's late in the evening. Yeah, we'll recommend that we like figure out shifts and get mm -hmm. some sleep. Okay. Yeah, get some rest. Um, I want to make sure that we do a short rest. So, um, we'll do actually we'll do a prolonged rest because you're getting. Um, you find that even if you take shifts after that encounter, you you sleep very deeply. You have very vivid dreams. Um, but you get incredibly, like, restful sleep. Hmm. Um, almost, like, so deep that it's, like, like that's what makes your visions so, your, your dreams so vivid because you're so asleep. Mm -hmm. um, and you all find it a little hard to wake up for your shifts for watch. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, you can do, recover all your lost endurance points. Um, before going to sleep in all of his notes, Erland writes down very pronouncedly men lost as they have been may yet be the stewards that I was sent by the light of the stars to find mm -hmm. um, yeah and you you find that as you like through the evening you were worried so I said about maybe forgetting that memory you find that you think you maybe will never forget the melody mm -hmm. to that song it is so ingrained in your head it's like one of those things when you start thinking about uh playing music, 
for anyone who's, who's played music, like when you pick up an instrument, there's like the song you know and will never yeah. forget. Your hands can play it even when you're not paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. You find that this might be that song for you now. Mm. Even though it usually is a song that you know from the Shire, like this is now kind of the first thing when you pick up your instrument, this is the first thing your fingers start to kind of play. Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of like, oh, okay, we're thinking of something else to play something else. Um, and you all kind of hear the echo of the, the lyrics to the song um, as you go. Uh, all right. So through the evening, nothing happens. Nice, restful evening. You all take your watches. Um, uh, I guess we can. Uh, yeah, we'll have it uh, we'll, in the morning. Um, like who, what order are the watches? Doesn't really matter. Who's there? Uh, my biggest question is who's there when the light, when, when the dawn comes? Who's awake? Erland is an early riser. Okay. So you do you take last shift? Usually Probably. so you can see the dawn? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're awake. Um, and you can see now, like, kind of the golden light coming from the other direction. Um, the shadows uh, kind of start a little, little ominous, but then they kind of, like, start to shorten a bit and things lighten up and the gray leaves. Um, you do notice that the fog is thicker today. Um, and it's actually rolled into parts of the city. And uh, so there's, it's, it's not where you are, but as you look down some of the walkways, you can see the fog kind of like floating um, in between the buildings and kind of rolling up the larger roads. Looking for bones. Hungers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tasty, tasty bones. Forgot all about that. <laughs> um, watching the fog roll in, Erlen starts to prep breakfast and all of that stuff maybe a little bit faster before everyone's even awake just so that we're able to like up and move before the fog gets mm-hmm. you know truly dense enough that we can't see out of the towers and things like that okay that was me subtly opening myself as <laughs> I did a really good yeah thanks. I, I saw what was happening I, hit I know okay, okay. <laughs> um all right so the rest of you, it's probably, you know, do you do you rouse them? Do you I think they wake to the smell of food probably. being prepared? Yeah, yeah, that certainly wakes me. Yeah. 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 He yeah. knows. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and it's like it, these are very familiar sounds. Um, you know, one of you strutting breakfast in the morning and raising the others and so you are you're all waking up now. Um Yeah, what do you feel after your night's sleep? I'm gonna I'm gonna I want to know what you dreamed of. So why don't you tell me what you saw and I'll like, like flesh it out a bit with like details from the lore a little bit. Um, So I'm going to give you a moment to think as I kind of describe the city in the morning. Um, So there's a little bit of cold. Um, It is spring. So uh, like there's a bite until the sun really hits things. So there's places where like there's little pools of water or something and it's, just a little frozen over, like similar to like here in Southern California on very cold nights. Like we get a little bit of ice on our thing, but you turn on the wipers and it just wipes it off. <laughs> so it's not like frozen. It's just a little bit of frost. Um, and and uh, it, will, it will be gone very soon. And you can already feel there's some of the higher buildings that are in the sunlight already. Oh, sorry, it's in this direction now. Um, that are kind of bouncing a little bit of warmth down. And you can already kind of, it, it's already much brighter. So does anyone have an idea of something that they dreamed about? I know what Runa would dream about. Okay. What did you dream about? The spires. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she dreams, like, 
of that kind of first person perspective, like mm -hmm. from the ground of like mm -hmm. walking up to them and they're like, you know, stretching to the sky. Mm -hmm. But like as they were in the in their heyday, like mm -hmm. when it when they were made. Um Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um uh sorry, what was it? So basically, um, this little, it, it, it is an island. It looks like a peninsula because there's so many other things. Um, it's called Tullanoon, which you might have dreamed of. It's weird that you would get, like, information like that. Um, and uh, it, was, it was the royal palace, basically. Mm. So this is where the High King uh, lived. And you get, like, dreams of, like opulence and like wisdom and old knowledge uh brought here and and tried to be preserved like it was built to be here forever and you get this appreciation for how nothing lasts forever even when it's intended to be that way and even when people think that something will be there forever there's no guarantee of it so you get kind of this um this feeling of how finite things are. And it really just uh, resonates with your experience of being a treasure hunter and all the other places that they all thought that they would be here forever too. And you've been mm -hmm. and seen what was left. I think she feels sort of privileged to experience these places in that way. And especially this place to kind of get a glimpse of what it how what it was like mm -hmm. when it was opulent and um uh populated and vibrant um and it kind of makes her appreciate the other places she's been mm -hmm. a little bit more yeah kind of reflecting on hmm. awesome other ideas i think given all of the events of yesterday mm -hmm. um erlen dreams of ships but unlike Usually when he dreams of ships, they're big, beautiful, bird-like ships with large slanted sails. And this is the dream of ships that he's only seen in drawings. Mm -hmm. The ships of the Numenorians that brought them here. And in the dream, I think he sees the ships go up the river where really they landed on the shore. But, you know, for the, it's the idea of walking the road up the river mm -hmm. to where they are now... Um, the ships kind of follow as we have come and they go past Creek's Crossing and they go to this lake and I think he sees them land on the shores here and kind of fade into memory. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's very symbolic because the ships didn't really do that, but it comes from a place that you are incredibly familiar with. Um, you know, and, and it, it goes to his place that's stranger and stranger. Um, yeah, and it's... It, it almost seems like... Like you, you see them from the perspective of where you you took off on the other side of the lake. So it's like you follow the ships up, and you are there. And then suddenly, instead of being on the ships with them or being, you almost feel like you are the ship. Actually, like you're not standing on them. You feel like you are part of the actual vessel. Maybe you're the sails, um, and it goes. And then suddenly, they're sailing away from you, and you're on the shore, probably where your horses are right now. But um, and they're going across, and you see them. And for some reason, you can see all the way across the lake with them. And then as they kind of land on where the city rests now, there's nothing there at the, in, the, in your vision. But you see the, the ships almost 
like like take flight. Mm. So they become instead of being ships in the shape of uh, these beautiful like elegant birds, they like rise up out of the water and they fly and they kind of like fade. I think the whole thing leaves again this thought of maybe it isn't just that I'm walking to see the world. I, I think maybe there's a purpose here. Mm-hmm. And I think he wakes feeling very determined mm-hmm. that there is a purpose, not just to being here, but to what we are doing. Mm-hmm. The end when you're in of your vision, like while you're seeing the, the, these like beautiful birds fly away, you hear um, a song. It sounds like someone humming. Um, and it sounds very much like Laren. Like just yeah. something you'd hear him hum like while he was smoking a pipe or waiting to tell someone's fortune. Like not even paying attention. Like just kind of like echoing in the back as you see this vision and it kind of comes to an end in your dream. All right. Next. Um, in Sausage's dream, uh, I am in the ruins of Anuminas mm-hmm. and I'm in our camp. Okay. But everyone's bedroll is empty and a bit of movement catches my eye and I see something, I see someone that looks similarly dressed to, what was the name of the individual that we met? Athura. Athura. I see someone dressed similarly to Athura off in the distance and my hobbit curiosity just, I walk over in their direction. By the time I get there, they're gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, I see another figure off in another direction and I follow that figure. And I see several more figures this way appearing and disappearing. Mm-hmm. And before I know it, I it seems like I've been led to the shores. And when I get there, I see that there are hundreds, if not thousands, of footprints in the shore going into the water. Okay. And as I scan, like, just kind of marveling at the sheer number of mm-hmm. these footsteps going into the water... I see Athura off in the distance by one of the spires, and I just see her point out into the lake. Okay. Um, I'm gonna see. I, I'm gonna say you kind of turn to see where she's pointing. There's like these thick clouds, like and like the fog, like even thicker than usual, um, and it seems darker. Like it's instead of looking like fog, it almost looks like storm clouds, like at the level of the lake out there, mm. with these like flashes of light. Um, that look like lightning and then like there's just like this shadow in one of them like there's this the flash of light um, like a lightning and you see the outline of an island and then a flash of another one you see that there's these outlines of these islands out there Um, and then that kind of like the the fog like with these these quickly rolls towards you and then like that's when you your dream ends. Okay. And I at that point, that's when I my eyes just flutter awake. I don't jolt awake or anything like no. that. But I flutter awake. Mm-hmm. The smell of breakfast hits my nostrils. Mm-hmm. And uh and I I, I feel rested, mm-hmm. which is kind of amazing considering the dream and considering everything that happens. But well, I feel like comfort. Yeah. It, Through so. your dream, you were aware that this was the past. Yeah. Okay. So it's like you were seeing uh, these things, but you didn't feel threatened in any way. Yeah. You were like Oh, like you, you feel like you're watching something that's already happened. So yeah, you're yeah. not going to be hurt. Yeah, I'm a spectator from afar. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So you didn't feel in danger yourself. You felt like you were being shown something. Yeah. So something's been shared with me. Yes. I wake up and I feel I feel like, yeah, yeah, kind of I feel like something bigger 
has happened. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I go over, I get some breakfast. I find a wall that I can climb up on mm -hmm. and, and s sit and munching. And I kind of like stare out into the water yeah. up on the wall as I have my, okay. my meal. Yeah, and you see like, um, if you picture like uh, a city like you, you, you might in like Italy or something like that, where you look out and it's, you know, all these rooftops and spires yeah. and like little gaps where there's walkways and roads and things like that. Um, it's it's mm -hmm. very similar to that in mm -hmm. the like golden morning light. Yeah. Um, some parts of it are crumbling, but if you kind of like close your eyes a little bit and like, like don't quite open your eyes all the way, you can like really imagine what it used to look yeah. like. I think Hanar's dream is less about the past and more about the future. Okay. Like, can people come and rebuild the city and make it a home again? Mm -hmm. And like, could it become a new cultural center for this whole region? Mm -hmm. And the trade that could come down from the mountains with his people and up from the Shire with their talented agriculture mm -hmm. and just with whatever elves remain at that point, because obviously this is a distant future dream, so mm -hmm. who knows, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, from, from the e east, right? They're off mostly to the east and south. Mm, yeah, I mean. Okay. But Sorry, I was looking at things. So, no, it's fine. It's but fine. Yeah, yeah. So, so like it, it, this being sort of like a nexus point for mm -hmm. a lot of different cultures to meet, because I think Hanar's really into this fact that he's made friends with this different group mm -hmm. and that everybody has a different perspective, but we can all work towards a goal. Mm -hmm. And so, like he's he kind of sees like there's humans living here and there's some elves that are living here and there's some dwarves that are living here and there's some hobbits and all everybody's doing their thing. And mm -hmm. it's like, why is this not a thing? Yeah. It's right. mostly like South of you. So, okay. um, I thought like 30. Rivendell and, and it, it's South and then, yeah. yeah and then, oh, okay. like, so there's, east. yeah, this is kind of the, the top of oh, what okay. used to be civilization. So like okay. Creek's crossing is sort of parallel to where you are. And that's just about as far north as there's like towns, sort of. There's sure. scary places above, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so like, yeah, I think he's kind of like come to the realization like why aren't there places where we all live together? Mm -hmm. Like we're all doing our thing, and it doesn't hurt the other people to share space and do stuff. And you know, there's dwarves that can do things that elves can't, and there's elves that can do things that humans can't, and humans can do you know what. So I think he's kind of gotten into this multicultural future mm -hmm. for the people of Middle Earth, and like, why are we not working together? So like, that's kind of the vision that he sees: is this this giant city restored and populated with everybody? Mm -hmm. So you you have um, like visions of that. Your vision actually starts in Bree, because that's like the one place where a lot of different groups like really congregate. Sure. And then you kind of have um, it almost feels like you're like flying. And you go and you see, like, glimpses of these other places. Um, and then off you see, like, to the southeast, you kind of look up as you're you're flying from, like, what is Bree north. But you kind of look off to the side and you see this brilliant green stone. Like, just, it, like, <laughs> like, not, not flying. Like, it's, it's obviously not a real thing that, that, that 
that is actually flying, but it's like a vision like symbol of this brilliant, it's like green as leaves and has like this bright light of the sun almost shining from it. Um, and it's down to the southeast. And it's just, it's it's almost blinding. Like you kind of have to turn away. Um, and then you look and you're, you see, you see um, like the, the city that you're in now um, kind of rising. And it's, it's there. And at first it seems like ruins, like what you see. And then it's slowly like... It like, like, kind of like, not like, like Disney magic, but there's like a little bit of like this like shimmer and you see it in the future, like, like restored and beautiful. And as you see peoples of all different kinds coming there um, and you see the, the, the spires, the tall spires at the very far part that were um the, t- the tallest ones on the far little island that looked like a peninsula. From there, you see the same brilliant green light shining as you saw past. Um, and then that's kind of like when you wake up. If you know, you know. <laughs> I think he's super jazzed to see what's at the top of that tower now. Okay. <laughs> he's like... Yeah, maybe there's a giant, crazy, glowing green gemstone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, and with that, you wake up to the smell of yummy breakfast. <gasps> uh, out of character question: mm-hmm. Are elves in this universe vegetarian? I don't think so. No. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't know. There might I mean, be individuals who are, but obviously, yeah. you know, yeah. dietary preferences <laughs> yeah. are an individual thing, yeah. but. Like, it's not a cultural thing. No. no. okay. They've had hunters and things in their culture. Yeah. Sure, that, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Because yeah. I think, like, he'd probably break out preserved meat, mm-hmm. like, you know, bacon or, or something to cook uh, for, for breakfast. Mm. Uh, because, like, you know, it's... It, it's more less bacon, more like salted meat, but mm-hmm. something you could still throw on the fire and make it tastier than just yeah. kind of a thing. But <laughs> all of us who didn't eat dinner and all scarfed down candy bars <laughs> right before the game are like, "Oh, bacon! Oh, beef jerky! Sounds great. <laughs> Anything sounds good." Breakfast okay. for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, That's a regular demand for my children. <laughs> yeah. Breakfast for dinner. Do right. we have pancakes mm-hmm. for dinner? All right. Twist my arm, I guess. <laughs> I think Burl, while you're sitting there, as uh, Erlen's done like prepping breakfast, and I think kind of hands it over to Hanar, kind of comes and joins you, quietly just kind of sits and looks out over the water with you and takes a nice deep breath. That was a big adventure yesterday. Yeah, to say the least. We made it, though. Here we are. You did very well. All things considered. Um, I don't necessarily... I believe you believe that, but I don't necessarily believe that myself. And so I cast my eyes down, and then I quickly try to change the subject. And I say... um, I say... uh, What, what what kind of thing would have made a city this great for? 
shallow. The yeah. darkest kind. You, you don't mean like the kind we've been seeing, like on our journeys, do you? You mean something worse than that, right? I do. I mean a very ancient evil, but what we have seen is worrying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what to make of it. I, I am, I'm, uh, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm outright afraid, but I do worry about my folk in the Shire. Fear is all right. It's what you do in spite of it. Do you feel afraid now? Worried. Worried. I was afraid yesterday. That comforts me. Knowing that I wasn't the only one. Um, and I say, well, there are a lot worse things in life than being afraid in good company. That I learned from you and your people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I share a chuckle with you at that. And I kind of look out into the water wistfully and just continue to, yep. you know, continue to down our breakfast. And I am very happy that you are right there beside me. I didn't realize kind of how lonely I was beginning to feel up here on my own. What are the two of you doing down below? Um, I think Runa is eating a hearty breakfast in uh, prep for climbing that tower. I wonder where Runa's going to go today. Hannah, hmm. you probably like see her like looking at it. Yeah. I think I, I'd probably say like I dreamed about a fantastic thing at the top of the tower. I dreamed of the tower too. What did you dream? That there, it seems to be the key to the city being restored someday. Well, it and used it, to be the palace, so that makes sense. But it, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what we'll find up there. But I, it, it glowed with a magical light. Not in so literal terms, but in my dream as well, <laughs> it contained. So many wonderful things, so much wisdom and just collected knowledge. It's amazing. If anything still exists up there, I've got to see it. I think, like, after finishing heating up whatever meat he prepares, uh, he'd pass some out to everybody. But then I think he'd, like, hunt around this square and look for a small piece of masonry. Mm -hmm that shows the craftsmanship that went into it and like he'll pick it up and and pocket it not in a like i'm trying to ruin yeah. the place but like this needs to be shared mm -hmm. like other people need to see what could be yeah, so. No. um so you find um so there's arches and you know here as well uh, and the other side of the square as well with these um beautiful columns that like spiral up and they actually have um, at, like vines carved into the stone that look as if they are 
you know, like like alive almost. It's amazing. So there's, there's like the spiral of what you'd expect from a column underneath and then these beautiful vines like carved in the stone itself. And at the top, um, there's the kind of the, 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 the top of the pillar and with these vines on it. And part of that with age has fallen mm. and crumbled off. So there's part of... You don't see the bricks in it, but a part of the stone that has these beautiful, intricately carved leaves that uh, that is there. And you find that and you pick that up. And it is, even for, for a dwarf, like, this level of, of carving of stone is incredible and, and impressive. We do a lot of big projects. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Also, the dwarves tend to be... Um, have more geom- like geometric yeah, yeah. Um, designs, like very impressive work. But something like this detail to look like actual leaves mm. in stone is just like, wow. Especially here in what is, is just like a regular like courtyard. This isn't a palace. This is just part of the city. All right. Um, yeah. And the morning goes on and mm-hmm. you're starting to heat like the it's definitely warming up and the the sun is definitely like not like midday but like it's still morning but there's a lot of light in the courtyard now the sky is clear there's a few little clouds but nothing too ominous and the fog is kind of um, subsided so there's just a bits like if you look down the 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 main road that heads towards the direction of the lake that that's near you right now you see it's still kind of near the the edge of the lake but it's no longer like looks like it's rolling up the streets as the, the as the day warms it's kind of receding anybody fancy going for a wander <laughs> yeah. I believe that's an ascent well we gotta wander over there and then <laughs> you don't have to go up if you don't want oh to. I want to go up <laughs> I think there's some pretty cool stuff in there I was dreaming about it all night Ooh. may your dreams be true then I hope so. So who who's shared their dreams and who hasn't? I think Erlen kept his for him. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm gonna keep mine as well, okay. just to myself. Mm-hmm. I think I'd share. Okay. Mm. I'd be like I, kind of what I told Runa that you know that something about this tower, some this magical green light, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like we need to see what's there. Okay. Yeah, and same. Since we're going there, she described what okay. what she saw in her in her dreams. Okay. Uh, Erlen, what do you know of of that this place specifically uh, of Ostelandil? I feel like I should roll because this is kind of out of the purview of the thing yeah. he normally cares about. So, like the chances of him knowing things are possible. Okay. But if you want to know something, that's fine. But if you don't want to know anything, that's also fine. I feel like he has read a little bit of everything. Okay. And so I think I just want to know if like he's read a little about this because I, I kind of know, but mm-hmm. yeah, playing an elf once. Okay, that does make it, but it's not great. Okay. There's not, nothing to write home about. So I feel like he knows the basics about, you know, the Numenorians because they did come through Linden and everyone in Linden talks about the same, like, three stories mm-hmm. about the Numenorians coming through and then going up and founding this kingdom. Um, and I think he knows mostly things that were brought to them by the, um, the elves that are not a part of his tradition and his culture because there's many groups of elves yeah. and those were not his people that were up here 
commingling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think in a lot of ways, this is very foreign to him. Um, and that perhaps he knew about what Elendil, like the bigger stories, mm-hmm. Elendil and all of that. Um, and that this was his keep. And I think kind of piecing together based on what everyone's saying about their dreams and the little bit that we got last night. Um, I think he understands that this was not anything too drastically more than what everyone's kind of discerned from the situation. Mm-hmm. Except that... Um, the Numenorians, he has a little bit more familiarity with them and this whole business of a lost king and all mm-hmm. of that. Uh, I think quite familiar um, because that's the gossip of elves. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you yeah. probably know um, that the uh, Pelantiri mm-hmm. used to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, you would also know it was long ago lost, yes. so it's not still here, but you'd know that that used to be here. Dreaming of what that could mean. Yeah. <laughs> And where they've gone. Yes. Uh, did, did you mention your vision to... Yeah, well, the, the green light... Specifically? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So he had a dream of bright light of some sort of glowing gem or something. Yeah, there was once a great stone up there. I would imagine somewhere near there, at least. Maybe perhaps it's still there. I would be hmm. very shocked. Um... But what a find that would be to have one of the great seeing stones. <laughs> Though, I fear finding one might be more trouble than it's worth. Hmm. Um, what does it let you see? The other stones. Some of which are lost to shadow. Hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Taken long ago. If you can see the other stones, then the other stones can see you. Absolutely. Hmm. That seems maybe ill-advised if they're lost to shadow. Yes, if you find a strange stone, perhaps... Caution. Well. (laughs) Runa looks very guilty. (laughs) Thinking of, like, all of the stones, she's just been like, ooh, shiny. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I see that look on your face, and then I kind of like, you hear this jingle as I kind of strap my pack on, and I start tightening buckles and stuff. I say, oh, there's only one way to find out what's up there now, isn't it? That is very true. Very (laughs) well. Let's go up there and and see what's there before second breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to need a second breakfast. That thing is very (laughs) tall. (laughs) And maybe our spirits raise us higher than our spirits are themselves. Indeed. <laughs> all right, so all heading off then in the direction of this big tall tower? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so as you're going through the city, more of the same uh, in the, the bright light. Uh, it's amazing you can actually tell the different parts of the city based on the carvings that are there. So the part mm-hmm. you were in that was more like the market where people might go get food had like leaves and things like that carved on it. You've gone to, you've gone over a bridge. There's like a, a river coming through um, and you're in a part that seems like it might've been uh, more a crafts craftsperson area. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing here, you are seeing much more geometric shapes. There are um, circles that might've, been like copies of coins or something like like in the columns here the shapes are much less organic um but flow beautifully as well Mm. and uh same sort of things with like beautiful like designs that are also incredibly functional and um yeah you're you're walking through and uh well everyone roll scan please 
Made it with a great success. Oh, okay. I just squeaked by. Okay. <laughs> I did not succeed. I'm okay. too excited about climbing stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, right, <laughs> I think the walls in the trade yard are a little, or tra- trade ward are a little tall, you know, mm-hmm. and I, oh. I have a tough time seeing past them. Okay. Um, Hanar, you, you, you're hearing things again as you're walking. Um, whether it's like visions or you're not sure, but there's like like footsteps and then, you know, and then you're not really seeing anything, but you're kind of hearing echoing, but it's also hard to tell with the wind. Um, and you think you might mm. too, but you're not, you're not sure. There's so many little sounds here. You're hearing it, but you're not sure what it is. I'm also using all, some of my visual where I should be looking for what's going on around us. And I'm like, oh, look at the line on that stone <laughs> over there. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot to distract him here. So much. So many notes to take. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After we figure out what's going on with the rangers, we'll come back and do just... A whole 24 hours of going around with charcoal rubbing. But specifically, there's times that it sounds like footsteps, or does it sound like the noise of us, the city as it was alive? Uh, it, it's footsteps. Ah. Like, quiet footsteps. Someone, sure. like if, like someone's trying not to have the sound of footsteps. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you're hearing it. But it, it's not like I'm not hearing like as we're passing through the crafting area. I'm not hearing the sounds of anvils and. No, and... your vision has you're you're not having the visions anymore. It's okay. been enough time from your from your uh, thing. But I don't know what you think. I no, don't... no, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's but that's like that's how he's differentiating what he thinks is going on. Yes, right. And I think as Erlen's looking at the stone and kind of hears it, looks kind of sweeps the group and looks at you, Hanar. And kind of gives you a look of, did I just hear something? I like. I think he does the like head on a swivel kind of a look, mm-hmm. and then you know, as the group kind of gets to the next corner, he's gonna try and step off to the side and an elbow burl to be like, uh, just to step off, but then they can still keep walking and making noise mm-hmm. so that. Maybe somebody comes up behind or something, you know. I like, think I'll I see like, you doing that, and I just walk right next to Runa, like maybe a little uncomfortably close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll hang back with you. I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, right. Keep on. Um, and, and, you know, since you've kind of elbowed me, I'll keep my eyes back behind us, too. Yeah. So yeah. we're kind of scanning all areas. We've got all eyes all around. And you see this line over here. This is actually new. This wasn't in the previous world that we were in. Oh, that does look new. <laughs> and I think I probably do like hand gestures for like. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Okay. So you're. We're gonna wait a minute and okay. see if somebody appears. Okay. Um, like I'm... the classic, the classic spy movie: turn the corner and then stand right there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to just be a little obvious. Yeah. Um, it's hard to tell from the, the, the way that the, everything's so tall and made of stone. So you heard the, the, the footsteps that were sort of echoey, 
Um, so it's a little hard to tell. Um, it's partially my fault I didn't describe. So it kind of sounds like it's like above you. So oh, I apologize. Oh. I, yeah, when I, okay. I in my head that was like that, and I felt like I and I did not quite sure in, um, share that well. So you're kind of gonna gesture up above. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. But, yeah. Well, same same plan. Okay. Yeah. Nothing about yeah. that changes. I think we'd wait back and see if we see somebody maybe hopping from roof to roof. Yeah, okay. yeah. Start scanning. The, you know, the buildings aren't all connected, so no, we no, would no, have yeah. to make at least little jumps. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have you roll stealth. All right. Should I roll stealth as well, or just okay? All right. Just because it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. That's either good or bad. I know. It's not like disastrously <laughs> bad, but I didn't make it. Okay. I got a one, not an eyeball. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I I saw the eleven and I was like doing the math, and then I realized again, wrong dun, dice, dun, that's dun. a one. So I only got a twelve out of fourteen. Okay. Do you want some of my special Sharpie marker dice? No, no, that's okay. okay. That's all right. That's all right. Um, okay, so two failures. Yeah. All right. Um, so you actually go and you go to like kind of go like walk out of this, out of the the door frame like next to it. So you're a little bit out of the walkway and you push up against this column and it's a little bit unstable and you didn't quite know. So instead of silently moving off to the side, you push over this rather large stone column, which then crashes down oh, no. and crumbles. Oh, it was an antique. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like echoing in the in this area. And this is when you might really notice like, oh, there really aren't any animals here because usually you'd expect a bunch of birds to go flying. And it's just like, it like echoes and... Like everything is just still, and the dust clears behind, like around us, and you kind of look look back, and there we are, just mm -hmm. like hairless yeah. pauses, like mid explanation, <laughs> mouth open. Well, how bad is it? Um, it's minus one column for sure. Uh, All right. Uh. I, th I think we're probably both like covered in fine yeah. stone dust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, maybe they distracted by the big noise and won't see it. <laughs> uh, but like, even after the thunderous noise, does it sound like anything's changed or does. Did you hear someone skittering away or anything like that? Uh, there was a lot of echoing oh, of well, the yeah. crashing sure, column. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Even after it goes silent again, if you're listening, there's no movement. You're not hearing anything. All right. Okay. Fine. Well, then I, I think let's just catch back up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You've got a bit of... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I cough and a little bit of dust just like <laughs> explodes from my mouth. Did you find a column that wasn't to your liking? No, it, not everything here is as sturdy as it appears. I Time. see that, yes. Yeah, indeed. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been a perfectly fine column thousands of years ago. That, but That column was older than me. Let's just keep walking, please. <laughs> kind of eye the tower now, like the spire, a little bit suspiciously. Like, maybe we should watch our step as we make our way up there. <laughs> It'll be fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sweats and <laughs> It's just a big zoom out shot of our party at the base of the tower, and the tower's just starting to go. And we're like, 
Rune out like with one hand up, like I only touched it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna very funny. Exit a little bit yeah. for tone. Yeah. It's this not super super in tone. But funny. Um, all right. So as you continue, um, you don't hear any more noise uh, yeah. or footsteps or shuffling. Uh, you go down and you cross this very large bridge uh, that looks um, kind of how I imagine uh, London Bridge in uh, you know the Elizabethan age, like huge buildings on both sides of it, where it almost seems like it's just a street, except. You can see from far away, oh, no, there's water under there. Mm. This is definitely a bridge. Um, but unlike the probably dilapidated, falling apart things that were on London Bridge in the Elizabethan era, Ooh. this is beautiful, incredible stonework, like continuing on with the theme. Um, at this point, though, you're realizing that as you're getting closer and as you're crossing the bridge, the if, if it's possible, the craftsmanship isn't becoming even more beautiful and intricate. Hmm. So the part, as you start crossing the bridge, there's almost like these like waves, like, like water looking carvings in a lot of the, uh, in a lot of the things. And then as you go across, there's a mix of, uh, this, these symbols of like stars with water, um, as you're going. And it's, it's just beautiful. And the quality of the stone here is just incredible, especially to a dwarf, even one who's not, you know, into crafting, like, it would be clear. Well, I know good things when I see them. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to try and do that. <laughs> yes. Um, and you walk towards kind of the end of of this bridge, and there's what used to be these huge, magnificent gates. Um, the, the gates are long gone, and there's just kind of these big uh, towers on both sides, which are tall and impressive, until you look past them to see what used to be an inc- like probably the most beautiful palace on you know in, in on earth at the time and maybe except for Valinor obviously but you <laughs> not know. really on earth yeah <laughs> no, 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 yeah um well at the time uh <laughs> i guess it was after so yeah um so just like I- incredible splendor and even at this point after all these thousands of years still in in beautiful shape like the things that are organic have decayed and fallen fallen away and there is some wear and tear, but the quality of the craftsmanship here is just so superior that even time seems to—it seems to be almost immune to time. Mm-hmm. Within reason, just kind of checking in on lore, uh, the stone would have come from the Blue Mountains, correct? Yes. Yes. Bit, yeah. It's incredible what um, other people have done with the stone of your people. Is it really? Most likely. Hmm. That's a long way to send it. Yes. I probably like put a hand out and just touch mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. gently. I'm not. I think that's fine. <laughs> I want to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and just kind of feel the stone, mm-hmm. you know, and and get that sense, that yeah. tactile sense of it. Absolutely. Uh, incredible mm. quality. Like you have uh, seen like fine dwarven, uh, the, the equivalent of like what are dwarven palaces now at this point in the history. And like this is even a little bit beyond that. Like dwarves do amazing work. This is the, uh, the, the, supplies of the dwarves like worked in a way that you 
you like you're unfamiliar with. Hmm. And yeah, and everything is quiet. You hear like the wind kind of blowing through these very high towers. Um, there's some of them still have um, like the frames of what were windows. There's not glass there anymore, obviously. Um, but you can tell like most of this was at one time, uh, like the, the iron work in between is all just as fancy as everything else. And there's like this lap, this quiet lap of the water across the lake. And yeah, it's just beautiful. But quiet as the grave. Other than the sound of the, the lake and the, Ooh. and the wind, there's not animals, there's nothing. Well, with the understanding that we are walking through someone's home, shall we? Respectfully. Carefully. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, right. So you, you go and the way it looks, um, there's like these large stairs. Once you get within like the main uh, walls of like this little island keep, um, you you go past this gate and there's these large steps leading up to these huge, what were probably beautiful wooden doors. The, the wood is like gone away, it's gone. But um, these beautiful arches and um, small, like comparatively small towers uh, kind of, framing what is a palace and then kind of on the far side of that like this just towering spire just like reaching to the heavens um, where you have to like look there's you're close enough now to it you have to like really crane your neck to look up and you can't see the top of it anymore because it's too high um yeah and it's it's all there that's the one i want to go in there yeah. yeah um if nobody objects i'll i'll take the front mm -hmm. you know spear in hand mm -hmm. again and just start cautiously carefully making my way leading y'all inside mm -hmm. investigating you know finding just the pathways that we need to get up there mm -hmm. i think erlen hangs in the back to listen partly just to hear everyone's footsteps fill this space again mm -hmm. yeah there's the the strange echo as you walk in these doors um like there's marble and and like this this grandeur um and there's even still some uh like small like fixtures and what were probably like like oil lamps and things like that that are still intact mm -hmm. and still here even though that they're obviously some made of like some precious metals and things like that so the treasure hunters are like that seems weird Mm. <laughs> yeah, somebody would have taken that. Yeah. But they haven't. Well, it seems weird, but I'm actually aware of an army of ghosts that still live here. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, you know, people that come with ill intent probably don't get the let's sing a song and be friends kind of reception. <laughs> so, um, not that it's not super tempting to take an example of the craftsmanship with us. Mm -hmm. We'll see. <laughs> there may come a moment where that Runa's temptation is too strong. Her uh, carrying weight for whatever's up there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
We're gonna have to come back down. Yeah. 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 Hopefully we come down this way. Yeah. I think it'll still <laughs> I think it'll still be here. Um, so you walk through what is like this great hall, like the ceiling is almost incomprehensibly high. And you're walking through and you're hearing the echoes of your footsteps. And you almost, as you're walking, you it almost is in time to the song that you sang last night. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost in rhythm. Like and you all kind of have moments where you think of it for a moment and maybe then it passes from your thoughts. And uh, you get to the far end and there's these two uh, staircases that go off in each direction. And they go up and then they meet. And then you can tell that they kind of probably continue up into the spire. And uh, at the foot there, there's this large um, platform with these stairs kind of leading up to it. And the, the two sets of stairs kind of go off on each side from there. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, there's a, uh, a huge, like, throne, like, there that is carved of uh, stone. And there's some dust on it that, that may have at one time been pillows or who knows what. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's a bit worn away, and it's hard to tell. And you can tell that there was, um, like, uh, it's the base of a of a throne that a another an actual chair, kind of a, a throne of like probably gold or and velvet and things, kind of sat in and on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this was just kind of like the frame of it that held the the real throne. Um, and that part is gone now, but this is kind of the base of it. I'm curious. I think I'm going to go take a look at it okay. and see if there's anything in the dust worth picking up. Okay. <laughs> you know, investigating, investigating. I see you go. Uh-huh. And, well, I don't reach out to stop you. Be careful. That throne dropped many curses. <laughs> many problems. Um... I gulp down a little bit of fear and then I steal my little hobbit heart and I walk over. I'll use my spear to kind of just like sift through, you know, I'll use the, mm-hmm. the, the butt end of my spear to sift through the, the, the remains <laughs> there. It seems like there's mostly dust. Um, as you're, you're there, you kind of do see um, behind it. There is like a small chest that's there um, behind the throne. I found a little something here. I don't know if it quite belongs to this uh, to this setting. Runa is beelining for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of like, my, my little hobbit fingers kind of usher you over. What did you find, bro? Oh, I found that. And I point my spear over to that little chest. Does it look like it has been something that's been here for a while? Oh, yeah. Okay. It is old. Okay. Um, Is it made of stone uh it seems like it there there is like a a stone um kind of shell to it Uh um but you can see and you would know because you're used to looking at old things the (laughs) way that there's like there's some metal that's laid into it it probably holds or held um some sort of cushion on the inside you can see there's like rivets Mm -hmm. that would be holding some sort of lining in place does it look locked uh, it does look locked. Melania, what have you left? Uh, what do I roll to pick a lock? <laughs> That's a great. <laughs> <laughs> is that a stone? 
No, like, I don't we think... actually just get burglary as a skill. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's just burglary. Like, but it's not a skill we roll. It's just a thing we yeah, can do. Yeah, you can do it. Okay. I think actually, as everyone is looking over it, and Erlen gets a little close, and then has this sense of dread, mm-hmm. and takes a few steps actually back. Okay. I'm gonna have you roll st- or roll scan. Okay. Since you are not totally. Uh, what, what are you okay. doing, Hannah? How are you? I think I'm probably watching, uh-huh. but I'm not making a move for it. Okay. Mm. Are you staying back a bit? Mm, I'm like arm's length back, not okay. back. So back. you're pretty close. I'm close enough that I'm seeing what. Okay. I yeah. think I think this is going to be the one, the one almost per session that I use my yeah. elven skill. <laughs> Because I think he he's so concerned, and this is like feeling almost like the echo of the shadow in mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. fear, yeah, um, and kind of stepping away. And while everything has been fine and lovely this morning, it's suddenly like realizing we're standing in the place where some of the darkest decisions have been made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you succeed. I succeed. Okay. We spend that hope. Yeah. You are suddenly aware of multiple people behind you. And they are not ghosts, they are real. <laughs> and you turn and you see uh four Dunedain rangers with you know two with their swords drawn and two with bows taut um that have appeared very stealthily right behind you. I'll throw my hands up immediately. Yes. <laughs> um, I'd look over. I go on in. Yeah. And they, they do not look happy, and they do not return your greeting. <laughs> uh, what do you do when you hear <laughs> your friend, Erlins, give, give their greeting and clear their throat? Uh, turn around, put my burglary tools away, <laughs> and say, good morning. Yeah, I act casual. <laughs> you know, lean on my, lean on my spear and, and, and uh, give a little salute. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are they recognizable as the Dunedain Rangers to Hanar? Like, are they? They have. Fair... Are they present enough in the region that I might have met one? Not the specific. Yeah. One? I don't. I don't even know how many there are. Yeah. But. Uh, uh, if you've spent time in Bree, you've probably seen them some. Okay. Like it not you probably aren't buddies with anybody. No, no, yeah, that's not what I mean. But just in like... this region, they're fairly fair. <laughs> Not fairly well known. They're well known, even if they are still kind of rare. Um, sure. At some point, you probably have seen some, or or, or uh, they live in this area. Um, they are very secretive and kind of standoffish. But they don't have like a particular symbol or something. They, they... do. They have um, a like a it's like a brooch or, or clasp okay. that has uh, a seven pointed star. Seven, five, seven, seven, seven pointed star um, okay. on it. That is. Um, they're kind of aging now. They're not like beautiful finery necessarily, but it is uh, some kind of a yeah, marker, a marker yeah. for their people. Yes. Well, I think I'd be relieved, and I'd go. We had come to see what happened. We heard tale that you had lost, been lost in the lake. Did you return from the lake? What? And they kind of like glance at each other. And um, yeah, whoever speaks uh, Sindarin, mm-hmm. yeah, my probably just you. Yeah. Um, 
hears them. They look at you when they're talking. They know you know what they're saying. Yeah. Um, uh, and they're saying, like, they're, they're making up tales. Who know, what are they speaking of? And um, and one of them says, well, maybe they're talking about, you know, the, the ones who are going to the islands. And then another one says, they're thieves. They went straight for the chest. We, we mean you no offense in Sindarin, mm-hmm. specifically. Sorry, y'all. Uh, <laughs> um, we, we came here looking for lost Dunedain. They look at each other, and there's one who, um, he's holding a sword, and he like kind of has the bearing of, you know, being the leader. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were threatened. We, we were aware of your presence immediately. And when you came in the city, the thing that held us back was the respect you had. And when you sang the old song, we thought that perhaps the Valar had brought you here for a reason. And so we kept our eyes on you. And when the lady appeared and spoke with you, we thought that you had come. And he just kind of shakes his head and like doesn't finish that thought. You had hope. It's not something we have much of now. But it seems now that you are nothing but thieves and burglars who come to the tower like so many before you to take its riches for no other reason than for greed and to sell it off. So we cannot allow you to leave. We meant you no offense. We were just curious. You thought that there were none here to protect the treasures. You didn't mean offense because you thought that the only ones here were the dead. You thought there were none to offend. That is different than not meaning offense. My friend speaks true. We were simply curious. I dreamt of this place last night, how it used to be. The many wonders in it that were here long, long ago. The wisdom that was preserved, the knowledge, the artifacts. We came here to go high to get a look over the lake to see what we could see of the ones that went to the islands. I apologize that my curiosity got the better of me, seeing one of the relics that I might have seen in my dream last night. They like look, they, they try and like not hide their surprise, but there's definitely like a, like, what? Mm. I believe that this city has a chance to grow again and be a place. I, too, had a dream unlike normal dreams last night, and I saw a great light from the top of this tower. And if there's anything I can do to help make that happen, I would do it including looking in a lost chest or box. Mm. Perhaps something in there might have helped. I too dreamt of this place. Of the ships of your people.
and I dreamt of the islands and the shadow that befell them. We had heard that a number of you had gone to those islands. Are you them? Have you come back? It was not us that went, no. It is a tradition for our people. do not know yet if we can trust you to speak of it. But if the lady that walks in white trusts you, and if you know songs that have not been sung in thousands of years, there is something different about you than the others that we have dissuaded from being in this place. The song was a gift. A gift from the lady. That like really like makes him think. Like, and he kind of puts his hand, gestures for his comrades to like put their bows down. They don't completely put their bows down, but they like, like kind of point them at the ground. They're no longer. Simultaneously, Erlen's hands slowly come down. I think Hanar would slowly reach into his pouch and pull out the little piece of stone that he took mm-hmm. and like. Offer it back. Like, mm-hmm. I I took this example of the craftsmanship that I was going to take and show to others what men once accomplished. Uh, but I, I don't want to offend you if this is your home. I... That sort of, like, seems touching to him. And uh, it's been long since someone's come and taken a piece to appreciate it rather than to sell it, especially simply a piece of the craftsmanship here. Master Dwarf, keep it and hopefully spread the greatness that once was this great city. It has been lost to time. I, I have never been able to speak to the lady we see her occasionally, and rarely it seems as if she sees us, but hearing you speak with her, I, I could not hear her voice, but having you so clearly, I, I, what, what magics do you have that could bring such a thing to pass? Generations of us have tried to contact those who still wander these halls, waiting for the king. Um, I will step forward towards them, you know, to write about where Erland is, and I'll reveal some details Mm -hmm. about what we learned last night. You know, Mm -hmm. Athera, was it? Athera, yeah, Athera's name, uh, and what she'd said about there being many of them waiting here for the king. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, most of them, like, the the archers have kind of put their bows down, and they're kind of, like, leaning on the tops of their bows and, like, listening to you. Yeah. And I think as song you talk, about it. I pull I think... my notes out yeah. and begin to, like, show pictures and things like that of the drawings I've made as yeah, you explained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'll actually start singing a song about it. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, yeah. Uh, 
they are you singing are you singing the song that she taught you no i'm singing a, a song okay. about in the you know in okay. the ruins beside the lake a vision fair and fine you know right. i'm gonna have you roll song for me okay. please um that's ooh, favored. <laughs> okay eight twelve i just make it at 15. Okay. um you're reciting in this your obvious uh, respect and uh, fondness for this place in your song is finally what kind of mm. convinces them. Okay, like so they disarm their weapons. My name is Kalibrosk. I am the leader of those who protect this city. Though we are few, it is uh, our duty until, as you said, Master Dwarf, Maybe in many generations, we are once again peopled in this land and hopefully in this great city. Uh, you said you were looking for, for what? Anything in particular? Lost Dunedain. Well, and we're not exactly lost, but we are here. Those who've gone to the lake may not return. Hmm. Every four years, we send out uh, a party to the Lost Isles. They collect histories. They find relics that are left. Um, sometimes they return. Sometimes they do not. And we do not know what has happened recently to... The most recent party that left. Uh, there were eight of them that went in total. They know the risks and leave of their own accord. And what of the growing shadow? Did they know of that? We are very keenly aware of this. Though it is a greater risk than usual, we must continue the tradition and hopes that perhaps someday we are able to actually people it again with the Dunedain. So far, efforts to actually create some sort of home or encampment there for any period of time has been a failure. When are those eight due to return? Well, that's uh, the odd thing about it. If they successfully create a home out there, they may not return for some time. Hmm. If they are not successful, they will not return. Hmm. And so it may be some time before we know whether they are successful or not. Hmm. We had one last for a number of months. And one of them returned, although they were unable to describe what had happened in an articulate way. They had quite lost their ability to have reason. Well... 
the numbers are too few to just leave them there. It is a difficult choice each time, but those that volunteer do it willingly and we are a people both blessed by great history and cursed by the traditions that we so few feel obligated to continue. And what of aid? Sorry, say one more time. What of aid? Uh, sending aid to them. If they send someone back for help, we will obviously send some. But that has not happened. There is something out there that we continue to throw ourselves against. <laughs> Futilely, as so much else we do. Then perhaps the day is the day of your dreams. That we come together. Yes, what if it wasn't just you against it? I mean, we've never let any far enough into the city to even contemplate such a thing. We're let us now. let us discuss it. Uh, if you'd like to examine the things in the tower, we will not stop you. We ask that if you find something, please show it to us before you take it. But if the lady trusts you, so was so will we. Thank you. And he kind of like jerks his head at his uh, companions, and they like stride out of the um, the where you, there used to be the big. As they doors. turn, Erlen bows very deeply. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll follow your lead too. Mm -hmm. They seem sort of like discombobulated. He, he didn't notice, and it's a strange thing. There's a lot of things coming together for these people. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Just a few things going on. Yeah. yeah. Having a weird morning. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, you were once again alone in this great hall. I think maybe we should leave that chest uh, kind of where it's lying. Yeah. I don't want them any more upset than they already are, and there's probably plenty of interesting things up there. We can always ask them what's in it. That's true. That is all you, I wanted to know. Yes. Do you think one of them might be the king and not know? Oh. Mm. I, I, I will keep my eyes out for one, mm. but I don't know what makes a king. Blood. Well, I, I, if this is their home, then perhaps they're related to... Shall we ascend the tower? I think... So <laughs> you get the on. vibe, especially because Erlen usually will explain anything that this is like a poking an injury kind of like, I have yeah, to yeah. change the subject now. Yeah. I'll give you a pat on the shoulder. And then, you know. I think like Hanar feels bad that he made you feel that way, but it's more like he wants to fix the problem. Like he sees mm. the problem now. And he wants to solve the problem, but he doesn't know how. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so sweet. <laughs> uh, there's things that Erlen doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So much. All right. So up we go. Up you go. Okay. Um, so you're climbing these uh, great stairs that go to the top 
um, and you're incredibly high up and you can actually see like all the way across the lake. Um, you can't see the details to see if your ponies are okay, but like you can see where they, you definitely came from. Um, They're can... okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. Yeah. We've got Kimmy plot armor for the ponies. We already <laughs> promised that the ponies would be safe. Yes. <laughs> um, so you walk into this like, huge chamber um, and in the middle of this room, there is this pillar that, uh, like, very clearly held some great object. Um, probably, um, like, something round, because there's, like, this perfect little, like, divot in it. <laughs> like, uh, you know, when you have a crystal ball or a seeing stone sitting right in the middle. Um, and everything in the room seems designed to focus on it. So the pillars in the middle, all the carvings on the floor and the ceiling kind of really like radiate, radiate out from the center um, from there. You can look around and on the walls are actually carved, um, like if, if you were like one of the Velar, one of the gods, if you'd looked in that direction and could see everything, you, you carved onto the walls is what you would see from that direction. Mm. So looking in certain directions, you see what, you know, it's a beautiful things and you see what you know might have even been, like there's like two trees like mm. carved in one direction um and like it's sort of like a history um that it, that would be there so in one direction you look and there's this island like far like far out with like beautiful city that looks very similar to this mm -hmm. one and like all directions you just see different things like that and in some directions there is like darkness and there's like these very like Kind of terrifying looking like like pillars in one direction when you look so it's just all beautifully carved all over this room uh, airland goes to the white tower that i'm going to assume is there yes. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of traces along the island mm -hmm. and stops at the trees do they understand what this room was for I kind of have a pretty good guess what this room was for, <laughs> but um, because this is before his time, mm -hmm. um, I think that they can appreciate the carvings, but mm -hmm. I think that they would want to know the purpose of the room. Mm -hmm. um, have you ever seen the Palantiri that's I don't still there? Think, okay. I don't think that they've, I mean, they're well connected, but that's like something for lords to do yeah. and they're a shipwright. And I think that they know of it, but I don't know that okay. they've ever seen one. Okay. You would notice like on the carving, like that the tower that is still there, still holds the seeing stone, um, is carved in the wall there as well. Mm. So, um, yeah, like what, what, do you, what, what does he think this room was for? I mean, as of now, it's a room of memory. Mm -hmm. It's almost a map of their history mm -hmm. and as they have seen history but also mixed in with his own mm -hmm. um and kind of feeling a connection that they haven't really felt before like he knows runa but this is not runa's people and uh, reminded of how distant this kingdom of men really feels now because mm -hmm. this is this is a ghost even for Erland. This is before his time. Yeah. And walking among things that are long past. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of spooky. The, the, the full true understanding that time 
passes and leaves things behind. Mm -hmm. And it's all kind of, again, that resonant feeling of this is this is why this is why i am here mm -hmm. and this history is calling but i don't fully understand and i want to yeah um yeah absolutely and then that and you would know too that this is sort of not an exact history mm -hmm. there this is some lore because the trees were gone long yes, before numenor um but you know some numenorians actually did see valinor didn't mm -hmm. end well for them, but um, so there are there are elements of stories and elements of truth in this room, and sometimes it's a little hard to tell the difference, um, and that's something that probably kind of resonates too with you, like how much of history is true, and mm -hmm. how much of it is just what people remembered or told. Songs and tales exactly. versus people actually seeing it. Right. So, like, Lorelin and Telperion are on the wall. But, you know, none of the people who carved this, even though they did have, mem like, thought of it. It's artistic renderings of artistic renderings exactly. of artistic renderings. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so it was definitely not done by people who had ever seen them. Um, so even though you probably, you know some people who saw them. <laughs> I, yes, yes. sat next to one for a very <laughs> yeah, long, long time. time. Um, so, yeah, so as you're wandering around this room, you're getting... Uh, and you would have a, a unique perspective to see to be able to pick out more of the truths and the stories more than most. Mm -hmm. um, but are the rest of you kind of doing as you're walking around this room? So, just to make sure I have it clear in my head, it, it's a fully walled room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's like windows. Like in between these panels. Yeah. Windows yeah. But the, okay. like every surface in between these open what were probably beautiful windows gotcha. is carved with all these things okay so you can see in different directions um as well as these carvings i want to try and orient myself so that i can figure out like okay if i'm here from my dream mm -hmm. where's the other direction that i saw the green light okay yeah like what mm. in that way like what can i see over that direction or if it's out a window or mm -hmm. um I should have looked up this lore. Okay, wait. I don't think Rivendell was there at, when this was built. No. no. Yeah. So, but in that direction, so you, it's like southeast. Um, and there, uh, let me get out my big map. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry I didn't mean no, to cause trouble. No, you're good. I love it. More questions? I know. <laughs> Hanar with the deep lore question. Love mm -hmm. it. Um, so southeast, um, you kind of uh, see there's uh, carvings of um, like the forest and uh, the mountains are really what are like the, the pr predominant feature there. Um, and also beyond that, that's kind of the area where there are kind of the, the dark carvings of... It's hard to recognize all of what it is, but um, but it's like there's a, a large mountain. There's lots of uh, uh, there's like the volcano, which you probably would you might recognize. I don't know how well you know that part of the world. Okay, probably there's like not a ton. yeah, yeah. Um, and there's uh, like some some like, spires and things that are dark. Anything to do with mountains? He might know if it's like part of the conversational mm -hmm. history education of. Yeah. Dwarven children growing uh, up? You, you would know. definitely recognize, um, like, it, it, slightly south of it. Like, there's there's one direction, and then uh, 
slightly south of there, there's a carving of like Casa de Moria. Oh, okay. Like beautiful, like like lovely, and uh, definitely long ago age. No, uh, and Ladras was there. Ah, okay, excellent. Um, <laughs> so that's going to be the thing that's going to stick out to you, though. Is sure, sure. Like there's. Like, oh, I recognize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and there's there's some very obvious, like, elven, like, architecture in different parts of it. I don't know if you would, like, really know. But you do recognize, like, oh, there's a giant, very famous dwarven giantness palace sure, sure. over there in that part of the wall. Sure. Yeah. And, like, it's not so far gone from living dwarven memory that... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, people know where it's there, but you just... It's not a thing you'd go mess with. No, no, no. But like, <laughs> like it ended badly for everyone who's tried. Like, you know, <laughs> this yeah. place for dwarves. I, yeah, <laughs> there's, there was totally like, you know, somebody's great great uncle. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like remembers a time the dwarves were there, right? Um, I think that might be uh, it might be a little too close. Okay, but uh, but so it's not in like living, living memory. memory. There have been people who have gone back there in living memory. And it's ended badly, I sure. believe. I have to quadruple okay. check. The dwarves are my weakest Same. link as sure. far as... The... <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I, I was under the impression that it was, like, not current event, but it was not don't think many so. thousands of years ago. No, it's not, not thousands of years ago, but I don't think even... I'd have to double check. It's, okay. it's, it's a few... It might be, like, great-great-grandfather... Or great grandfather, but I'd have to double check. Um, it's not aged like this. This is not like it's not sure. like eons past, but um, but it it still might be like family story told. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Kind of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, and there's probably a lot of relics still from from there that were pulled, and there's a lot of people who still talk about the things that are still there and things like that. Um, so you see like this elven architecture from where you uh, saw that vision. Like, if you're looking mm. in that direction, like, the carving on the wall matches with, like, some elven architecture there. And then if you turn a little bit more to the south, you, you see the Casa okay. Moria carvings. I think I'd probably ask, like, mm. do you know what that is? The pointing of the elven part of the carving. Like, what's in that direction? It's in Ladras. Or, yeah, it's um, to say it's a haven for elves. Oh, well, um, I think it's important. My dream. I flew past it, maybe oh. near it. it Can't say I've ever important. been myself. I've been near there, but it's not mm. exactly. Um, <laughs> we're not exactly kin. Oh. Oop, elven politics. Who's <laughs> <laughs> elves? All right. Uh, Runa and Sausage. Um, I think Runa would make a beeline for whichever window looks out over the lake, like towards where we assume the islands are. Yeah. Because um, that's why we're up here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, there's, uh, at the underneath the window, there are some carvings of this small group of islets. Ah. Um, and uh, on them are these 
uh, like beautiful homes and sort of uh, uh, and things, but uh, it's not. You can tell because of the way the the walls are laid out. Like things that are close tend to be at the bottom of the walls, and things that are farther away are higher up on the walls. Mm -hmm. So this is like right under the window. So you can tell like this is sort of like a thing you'd look here and look mm -hmm. out, but. Like the lake is, because you can kind of almost see the edging of the lake too that's carved in. Um, but it's super foggy and you can't actually see them. Okay. Um, so it's just sort of normal for this time of year. Like, that's kind of a thing. Um, but you do see, I'm sorry, there are five little islands out there or in the carving. Okay. That you assume are also up. Well, uh, we're up there. Hopefully they're all still yeah. there. They're yeah. landing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do they all look about the same size? Does any one particular of them look like it has more structures carved on it? Um, there's one in the middle that is like almost like a little mountain. It almost goes straight up. Okay. Um, it's obviously like a clear rock, like a, a rock formation. It's not carved. There's um the fewest number of uh houses on that. There is at the top of it carved um kind of like it looks like a gem or a diamond, mm -hmm. um, and it has like the little carvy lines showing like radiating light. Ooh. Um, there's one that's kind of the the farthest down that is um, almost in the shape of like a cross or an X mm -hmm. that is just like just carved to look like like death rocks, like just like don't take like no avoid. Yeah, okay. like really craggy, like <laughs> just like. Like, drawn to be intimidating. Like, please don't yeah, yeah. go here. Mm -hmm. I or, love the description of, it's drawn like death rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just cross that one right up. Yeah, nope. <laughs> Geology uh, term, death rock. Yes. <laughs> Super. <laughs> I might as well like, be up front. Um, the three other islands uh, seem to be drawn. Those have the most kind of, like, buildings drawn on them. Uh, they seem, they have little trees drawn, or, like, carved on them as well. Those seem like the most hospitable. Okay. Um, I think she, she definitely has like a little notebook too. So she's going to make kind of a little map of it for like when we're plotting our like, I'm assuming we're going to the islands. Um, it's totally up to you. You don't have to. <laughs> don't go to this one. <laughs> uh, death rocks. Yeah. Um, but it seems useful for like if we're going to try and make a journey over there, where do we want to land? Uh, I'm going to walk around to each window and just see if I can look out and recognize any of the sights. Like how far can I see around from here? You can see, from this far, you can see the other edge of the lake. You can't make out detail because it's so far away. It's almost as if you were on a ship um, looking like to, when shore just kind of becomes visible mm -hmm. on the horizon. Um, or if you've ever been like in like Long Beach and when oh, you look sure. out for Catalina yeah, and on yeah. a clear day, you can totally see the outline of Catalina yeah. and all these things. Um, but it's a little bit too far to see real detail strong detail yeah okay. you can see right. the like the blue mountains which are very close to creeks crossing and if you look out another direction you you feel like maybe you can see the ocean but that's like really far mm -hmm. like that would be mm -hmm. wild to be able to see that far yeah i gotcha um, yeah but so you can kind of see okay like, basic surroundings and things like that um if you look down um kind of towards like where the shire is mm -hmm. um you kind of feel like you could see, like, all the, it's flat right there. But that's the beginning of the Shire down. Oh, sure. Like, sure. straight to the south. Green yeah. and beautiful. Yeah. Just yeah. kind of, it goes from kind of like forest and, and hospital to like just flat and green. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah. 
Okay. I linger there for just a little bit. Okay. Um, and then after kind of taking a breath of the air up high, uh, I'll go over to Aruna mm -hmm. and say, well, what did you see out there? A lot of fog, unfortunately. Mm. Um, the vantage point is quite advantageous under other circumstances, I think. Um, but we have a map oh. of the islands. I kind of kneel down and scrutinize them. Uh, I've made a drawing of it so we can take it with us if we're going to try and go oh. out there. Wonderful, wonderful. This side looks like probably not a great landing area. I'm quite curious about this um, shining gem on the top of the middle mm. uh, island. One would think that if it were there and shining, it would pierce the fog. Mm -mm. Maybe someone removed it. Or it's something else altogether. Could be. Something else shiny. Um, you're both uh, looking at the carving of the uh -huh. that mm -hmm. thing. I want you to roll. I feel like I have you roll scan all the time, but I feel like... <laughs> Yeah, why don't you roll scans? All right. Okay. Sure. I don't mind. I know. <laughs> Please and thank you. I will roll scan every time. <laughs> not close. Not even close. Not close. Okay. Yep. Oh. Oh. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. Um, I made it. 15. Nothing special. Uh, it just seems a little odd, but like the carving here looks incredibly similar to the tower that is in your haven, your runes mm. by the river, where there's like that spire with the I was crystal at the, the very top. next thing I was going to ask about. Like, <laughs> Let just... me check out the carvings in the direction of our ruin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's not like exactly the same, but just, and this is obviously just a carving, but you're like, hey, that kind of looks like a similar design a little bit. Huh. And she'll share with the sausage. Doesn't this look familiar to you? Look at the shape of the gem. And yeah, I'll, I'll scrutinize it and then it'll dawn on me. And you hold this big <gasps> kind of like intake of breath. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You don't think that that has anything to do with our... Uh, you know, I'm at a loss for words at this point. It certainly might. Our haven is also quite ancient. It's not really that far away. Yeah. Um, I think it, I would go to see, like, if it's carved, like, where it should be on the map, like, see yeah, what's yeah, carved that's... there. Okay. Yeah, you both go over and you look, and it is absolutely there. And even parts oh. of it that are missing now, like, the parts that, like, oh, Oh, I didn't even know there was supposed to be a wall there. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, this is it when it was, like, originally there. That's so cool. I think while everyone's having these wonderful epiphanies, Erland mm -hmm. steps away from the wall and begins to imagine what this room was possibly for. Mm -hmm. And almost like a whisper of a thought of kind of pieces of all of us being together and being so astonished that we all work so well together and a little murmur 
of darkness in this place, kind of echoing in the power that is here. Walks over and puts their hand on the center mm -hmm. thing and imagines for just a moment what it would be like for that stone to be here mm -hmm. and what they might do with it for just a moment. Mm -hmm. And then takes a breath and hears around them their friends and the goings-on of good tasks and kind of mm -hmm. shunts it from their mind. I think that's probably about the time you hear Runa go, Erland, you've got to see this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and kind of runs over immediately like, everything's fine and normal. No weird thoughts being had here. <laughs> She's like, look, don't recognize this? And immediately like, oh my goodness, and there's a wall there? Yeah. And that's where the door is? Yeah. Look at the shape of this window. Mm -hmm. I think that's where we're going to end it tonight. <laughs> you running about this this room, uh, discovering all the secrets and the possibilities of the past. <laughs> all right. Fantastic. Exciting discoveries. I got yeah. to go play with my uh, my Bane, my little shadow call. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> all right. Um, fantastic. Thank you all for... Uh, doing such a great, I know it was a kind of a deep dive on lore and stuff tonight, but I really, really enjoyed it. I hope you all enjoyed it too. Um, and uh, that was very fun to get to play in that particular location. I really loved it. Um, and I love you all so much. Okay. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, I can't even think of how to, to look. I'm so like wrapped up in what we did. Uh, I have goosebumps still. I know. <laughs> Uh, so thank you so much for uh, enjoying this episode with us. I hope you did uh, as much as we did. And um, I'd like to thank our chat mods for all their amazing hard work. Thank you, James V. Thank you to our amazing Patreons who keep us ad-free and independent. It's because of you. We get to play these amazingly nerdy games that we love. And it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> and you can join their heroic ranks at happyjocks.org slash Patreon. Um, let's go around and introduce ourselves and kind of share where people can find you, what you're doing. Um, I'll go first tonight. Uh, my name is Kimmy. Um, you can find me at Golden Lasso Girl everywhere. Um, and uh, you can find me at goldenlassogames.com for the games that I design. And you can find me pretty much at happyjacks.org slash everything, like all the things. Every time you talk to Happy Jacks, it's probably me. So, all right. Um, Except for tonight. Except for nights Monday Mondays. nights, then it's like 50 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in chats during stream, yeah. it's not always me. But if on social media, it's usually me, or even yeah. if you email. So, all right, uh, let's start with Samantha tonight. Hello, I'm Sam. Uh, I play Runa, uh, she, her for both of us. You can find me on the internets at Red Pandroid on pretty much all of the socials um, and here on Monday nights. And if you pick up a copy of Decima, you can see all the cool art I did for Kimmy's amazing game. I got the I got the shipping notice, so we've got it's on its way across the ocean to us, Yay! so that it can be available as cards again. So I'm very excited. Hooray! About that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, tonight was so fun. Um, <laughs> hi everybody, I've been Kai. Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms as Estelle of Imladris. You can find me on Monday nights here, obviously, uh, as Erland, living my very best life. Um, <laughs> And then you can find me every other Saturday over on Matihi's channel. You can find that in my links on my Twitter, um, playing uh, Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, uh, a pirate homebrew adventure called What We Do in the Shallow Shallows. 
where I play another elf who's very different. And then um, every first and third Sunday of the month, uh, I produce a podcast called The Lore Brewery. Our first long campaign just launched yesterday uh, called Far, Far Away, which is a fairy tale 5e adventure where um, we go on an adventure through a world where fairy tales are real. Uh, One of the fun things about it is we don't tell you our class, our species, or what fairy tale all of the player characters or NPCs are from, so you can kind of play along, because we also didn't tell each other in the room. (laughs) And so it's just a very long guessing game of um, mystery and fun. So I hope you come and check us out adventuring into fairy tales, but I will be back here eagerly on Monday for more of this. (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm Jay, uh, and you can find me on the internet, various social media as Jay Africa. You can find me on, what is it? Facebook, Hive, Mastodon, Instagram, and Twitter. Actually, on Instagram, I'm Transplantation. Yeah. Um, but you can, you know, keep up with my... I'm doing Dungeon 23, uh, which nice. is the 365-day Dungeon Room a Day Challenge, so you can kind of keep up with my efforts there. Uh, other than that, I have a new D&D Adventures League Adventure dropping on the DMs Guild in about a week, uh, which I am very, very excited. It is the sequel to a Spelljammer adventure that a friend and I wrote. Um, I'm here every Monday. Keep up with us. Just watch our <laughs> adventures and misadventures and wonderful dives into the lore of, of, of uh, Lord of the Rings and uh, our own emotional beats Aww. with our various characters. It's been so much fun. Um, yeah, and, and I, I hope to see you all next week as well. Yeah. Well, uh, I've been Kadave. Uh, I will be Kadave again next week. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I've just been having so much fun. Because I'm not a Middle Earth deep lore person. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen the films. I've read the main series of books. I've enjoyed them. It's I'm curious about it, but I, I don't know stuff. So when Hanar asks questions, it's really me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not a, it's just me not going out of character. Yeah. It's, it's No, like Hanar's like... It's fantastic. Great. I eat it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, it's awesome. So, yeah, it's been super fun mm-hmm. learning about stuff. And then, like, connecting things in my head. Like, oh, that's probably what that is. But, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, future knowledge, no. Mm. No. Uh, but it's awesome. So I can't wait to come back. Also, I spoke a little Quinya tonight just for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I love it. Okay, so I had so much fun tonight. I can't even. It's every night, every Monday night, I have so much trouble going to sleep because I like I'm riding the high of this game. <laughs> I'm just up to like 2 a.m. I'm like, oh, I have to get up in like four hours. This is so much fun. I can't wait till next Monday. Yeah. Yep. On Tuesday morning, I'm like, oh, God. Okay, everybody. <laughs> so tired. Next Monday's coming. But you know what happened in our one ring campaign? Oh my God. I must have told my husband about the helmet thing from last week like eight times. I told everyone that would listen. Oh my gosh, the helmet thing. Uh, Um, All right. So uh, please join us. Join us. Join us again next Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific time here uh, at happyjacks.org slash twitch. And for our next session, if you want to catch up on past episodes and get some of the stuff we're referencing, you can go to happyjacks.org slash unsung tales. There's no the in it. Um, And if you want to find all the other APs we've played and so many other systems, like 20, more than 20 systems, um, you can go to happyjacks.org and see a lot of these people and me GM other games. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.